You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. everybody and welcome to episode 75 of the corpse cast i'm mike and i love rib sandwiches and he's shane and he loves tenderness and he pisses the bed how you doing shane i'm doing good oh that was a nice little intro yeah well you know it's so funny dude is you remember that uh the hint for the trivia challenge that you made a long time ago the tenderness thing yeah i just stumbled on onto that on youtube and i was like oh my gosh i I forgot about how much Shane loves tenderness. I love tenderness and pissing the bed. Hey, I'll tell you what, Shane. You know what? The 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 deeper I get to know you, and I'm mm-hmm. not talking sexually because you don't get much deeper than what we've done. The, the more it's I get to know true, you, right. is that the the more I realize that you love tenderness, man. You love it. I love. I fucking love <laughs> tenderness, dude. In, uh, and I haven't pissed the bed since Iron Maiden. Well, let's just wait till next time Iron I would Maiden love comes that. Town. I would hey, I would love that to become a ritual <laughs> every year. Every year, uh, what's his name? I would even <laughs> settle for a conversation with Bruce Dickinson, where every time we talk via text or email, I piss the bed. It's that like night. Pavlov's dog. There's yeah, and there's I just Bruce, and, and I just write him the next day to going. Oh my god, bro! And I would call him bro for sure. Well, go, well that's what cool dudes do, right? I peed the bed last night after we talked. You know what? For Christmas, he'd get you a nice big pack of Depends. Oh, and, you know, wouldn't that be just be delicious? Not, anything, not your anything not sent from Bruce Dickinson would be fantastic. What about pictures of his nuts? Wow. I'd take him. Okay. I mean, I'd well, take him. Okay. Whatever. Probably try and sell him if I could get him to, you know, DNA samples and <laughs> fingerprints and all that. I'd probably take it. Oh my gosh, you guys, we've got a huge show for you today. And when I say huge, we got the regular show. We're we're trying to hype it up, but we do have one special thing that we're going to talk. We're not going to bring it up yet. No. We're get we're 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 going to lay down some suspense. Okay. okay we're going to drop that suspense. And we're going to do our normal business. Okay. okay. Get to the business. Um, you know, I don't have a whole heck of a lot of uh, business to start out with. First of all, how are you doing? I didn't even ask. Uh, oh, I'm doing good. Uh, same you old? Same, same, same thing. Well, that's good. I watched a little of that Hemlock Grove. I don't know uh, that I'm going to finish. I, I got six episodes into it, and I kind of quit. It just became eight. too much to handle. I, oh, I, so I went eight, too, but... Farther than me. Man, there's just nothing there for me to glom well, on and what was it the second episode where he did that uh werewolf trans transition yeah. and it's like oh my gosh that's great oh i can't wait to see we didn't see anything else like that through at least through six or apparently through yeah. eight there yeah yeah and, and i saw and i saw on what was it facebook or twitter you were you were talking about how irritating famke jansen's uh dresses were dude but she wears white dresses with this black leather lace on it and it's just Ugh, it's disgusting, man. It's Dude, just, you know what's I, disgusting is her don't... British accent, and, and that's, that's bad too. I that was the thing that because I like Famke Jansen. In fact, 
I liked her in Goldeneye. That's the first time I think I, I, I that was the first time I saw her. I don't know if she was in anything before that. And I loved her in the remake of uh, House on Haunted Hill. You know, and so and you know I see her around and it, she's great. Um, then I saw her try to do that accent or whatever. I don't even know where it's supposed to be from. And it was just every time she was on screen. I mean, uh, first of all, let's get this out of the way. She's totally hot. Yeah, I mean, she's absolutely. hotter. She, and there's no, I mean, she's kind of milfage now. You well, know, she's she's getting older, and like, there's a nice scene with her in the bed where you can kind of see there's some age in them. Well, biceps sure. and and breasticles and, well, and yeah. everything. But I mean, she is delicious. I bet she's not much older than we are. So, I'm just, well, I, hey, I'm not saying we're not old. We're e- old. Even as though, shit. even though, let me tell you something. I came to Seven Eleven on the way here, and uh, the lady there asked me for ID. I gave her my ID. She looked at it, looked at me, looked at it, and then was like, I go, I know I'm old, huh? And she goes, you don't look that old. <laughs> and I was uh, just like, oh, okay. That's well, I guess that's good. Uh, no, but... Um, I, I always say, how you th- how old do you think I is? And no. they say, how old do you think I is? And they say, oh, you're 23. Yeah, exactly. See ya. Thank you. See ya, I'm out of here. I'm, but I'm I say it now. like that because that makes that's, me well, that's sound how, younger. That, that's how the kids talk, right? I mean, that, that's... How old do you think I is? And they, and they go, oh, man, you, you that's a fake ID. But, dude, so it doesn't get any better after episode six because me no. and my wife watched it together, and it just got too much to bear for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've heard that it pays off if you finish it, but I just – I cannot – I maybe I just need a break, and I've already been broken from it for a couple of months. I like the glow worm, Shelly, the, the weirdo sister right. and stuff, and I get it. It's going to be some bio lab that's down the road or whatever. Right, but- right. I don't know. It's just, no. it's a Hardy Boys mystery. It really is. It's the, you know, I thought a better story would have been those two wanting to beat the shit out of each other the whole time. Right. You know, instead of, let's be friends and, <laughs> oh, you've got mystical things. I've got mystical things. You you see dreams where a snake's eating its own tail? I do that too. We have that same snake eating the tail in our dreams. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah it's... I'm kind of done with that, but uh, whatever. Um, I do want to mention one thing, people. Okay. And this is blatant. I mean, I'm starting to feel like Creep Creepers in here. Because, oh! Because this is blatant. Uh, yeah, but I'm Ching. This but is, I'm Ching? This is blatant pimpage. He's okay? dating a girl named Badam Ching from Korea. She is beautiful. <laughs> She's on the side. Yeah. Ember, sorry, that, but that you're of... out. Badam Ching is the new girl. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, is she hot. Is. Uh, no, She's but hot, uh, I wanted to say. I, you know, I got a hold, uh, I got a hold, well, we, we, uh, for a series of fortuitous events, uh, got me and, the, some of the guys from horrornews.net talking again about doing some writing for them and stuff like that. Um, I just kind of want to pimp, but I'm going to have a, a review up this weekend. Uh, go to, and I, I'm not going to post it on corpsecollective.com, uh, but I just wanted to mention, go, if you go to corpsecollective.com and you look, there's a link to my stuff on horrornews.net. Right. And would I be appreciative if you, if you went there and did that? Yes, I would. Well, well, yeah, because you like to write things. I like. Can I like rib sandwiches? You like rib sandwiches. You like, yeah. uh, you know, lots of things. You know what's funny? You know the irony with that too is, I kind of got off the rib sandwiches because it's like, oh, you know, you can only have man cannot live on rib sandwiches alone. But the last couple of days, yesterday I found it, but I actually brought rib sandwiches for lunch, and so I've had from for lunch the last two days. I thought you were going to say the irony is. If you go to horrornews.net, it's, I wrote a review of, of rib, sandwich. rib sandwiches. <laughs> that would have been real ironic. You know, I, I, in it's the like review that I put up, type thing. in the review that I put up, I'll put a reference to rib sandwiches. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, that's that's because of you know me, my love. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not as great as loving tenderness. I mean, there's no doubt no, about that. But there's nothing like tenderness. But a good rib sandwich is what tender. <sighs> so in our own different ways, ribless, we both tender, boneless. But but in in our in our in our own separate ways, we both love tenderness. Well, oh yeah, oh, I gosh. am tenderness. I am all about tenderness. You enjoy eating tenderness. Oh my god! Which explains a lot of things that happen. Here. <laughs> yeah, that's besides the beatings. Yeah, that was that was like that was very indicative. Maybe besides me- the metaphorical. Yeah, I mean, let's not lie about that. I get a good beating every now and then when well, I when you leave. All I'm saying is, is that if you, I wouldn't give them to you if you didn't deserve it. But let's move on. Okay, let's go check that out. Thank you, and uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so next up, people, people. People, if you're new to the show, okay. If you're new to the show, and this is your first episode that you've ever listened to, uh huh. I mean, there's a couple of things. Well, first we of all, apologize. Well, right well out of the gate. immediately, no. sure. No, no, but but but. So I'm going to pretend that there's going to be more listeners. Okay. Some new stuff. So I'm going to go over the rules of the show, or not the rules, but kind of what we do here. Okay. Every single week on the Corpse Cast, what we do is we have a quote unquote question of the episode that we like to throw out to the listeners. You know. Um, the listeners then call our bone phone, the number three eight five three five one nine two seven three, and it's just a it's just a message machine. I get the MP3s and we play their answers to the question of the episode on the show. Right, and this show was no uh, exception to that. We are doing that again this show. That's right, and we've got a we got a lot of voicemails to get through. Oh, I'm uh, my favorite part. Um, and let me, okay, so, and, and we're going to do a little bit of a crazy thing here, okay? Okay. Because I'm going to say the question of the episode, and then and then here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into voicemails. <laughs> oh! Uh, wow. It's going to be wild. It's amazing. It's going to be wild, people. Yeah, okay. I thought you were really going to do something crazy, but. Well, well, no, I keep bringing that up because I want to hint to our crazy, our, our crazy thing that we're going to be doing. Crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, so people are like, oh, is he going to do it? Not yet. Okay. Well, let's just wait. Let's Hold. Just wait. Let's just wait. It's like, uh, you know, it's some of yeah. that, but then just kind of, what do they call that? Uh, Stamina? No. <laughs> it, it's called uh, holding <laughs> out. Yeah. Make the lady feel better. Yeah. I, 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 I have no use for that. But anyway, let's, uh, let, let's go ahead. Here's the question that we asked last week. Uh, what is the horror movie cliche that you wish would just go away? That you wish you never had to endure again in a horror movie. What is it and why is it so awful? Um, but uh, yeah, we got quite a few voicemails for this. Uh, why don't we get right into them? Oh shit, dude. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the voicemails, <sighs> I forgot some. I forgot some that I wanted to mention, okay? Yeah. I have kind of a public service announcement, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and, and, I, and I, I'm going to go over this. I'm going to talk about this because... I really feel like it could save a lot of uh, people some pain. Right. And maybe even save some lives. Save some lives. Okay. Uh, So last weekend, I posted a couple pictures on Facebook, okay? Uh, Brian Higgins and I, we we basically put together a little movie that we're going to put together, and we're going to show it at his, uh, he does a yearly uh, horror movie uh, what do you call it? Like a filmmaking challenge called kind the Demon Chaser. Festivalish. Yeah, it's type it's of very festival. Basically, he says, "Okay, well, sign up between this date and this date, and make a horror movie, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get together all in one night. And we're gonna show them. They're gonna give out awards and blah blah blah." 
So so what we did is we were he it's funny because it was, it was really weird. He called me up like out of the blue one day and it's like, hey, dude, we should make a movie, you know, and premiered at the Demon Chaser. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, not thinking that we would that this wasn't going to happen or whatever, right? But it actually came to fruition. We we I went over to his house. We wrote it. Uh, we went and filmed it last Saturday, and I put like I said, I put a couple of pictures up on uh, Facebook, just kind of some teaser pictures, okay? Right. And uh, whatever. However, and that that that's not the PSA. It, here's the PSA. Right. We the movie called for a young lady as a character. Uh-huh. Okay. 23. She's 23 years old. And her name Boxum. was... Yeah, I can't... Holy shit, what's her name? This will play well into your story. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember her name. But... Well, her name was like Giselle or... Oh, that's hot. Or, uh... uh oh, my gosh. How Jazina. Do... It was No, it wasn't Jazina. It wasn't like we... <laughs> Don't do that, Jazina. No, but anyway, so... Okay, so we have this... Okay, so 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 here, um, let me set the stage, okay? Okay, It's it. 8 o'clock in the morning, on the, last Saturday morning. We all, we're all meeting at the Shopco parking lot because uh, we're going to be filming on this way desolate, uh, far away where no one can hear you scream cabin. Right. Which is basically my wife's family's cabin. Right. And uh, we're going to go up and film there. Uh, we meet there, uh, you know, like I said, at 8 o'clock in the morning in the Shopco uh, parking lot. There's me. There's Brian Higgins. Uh, for anybody who listened to Hamacus, uh, there was Handsballs, Tony Handsballs. Uh, that's not really his real last name, but if his name was Tony Handsballs, he would be named after four body parts: toe, knee, hands, balls. You know, but his it's Tony Hanson, so okay. so he's oh. the man nearly named after four body parts. But anyway, so it was me and him, and then there was a couple of other guys who are going to be you know in the uh, uh, in the show, and then uh, this young lady who Brian Higgins met. Like less than a week before, it's some kind of weird actor get together. It's like we're going to make a movie. The actors Would you like guild to type of situation. Yeah, Salt I, Lake's actors guilds. And to be honest with you, I can't even remember. I can't remember what what it was or whatever. But all I know is Craigslist. He's, like, he's like, what? <laughs> well, if it was Craigslist, close. It would have been. It would have been a little more obvious about what I'm about to say. No, but so she, you know, so he's, she's like, hey, uh, you know, Brian somehow talked her into being in our movie. She's 23 years old. She's gorgeous. Her name is Giselle or Gertrude or. Jazina. So let, let, let's, let's call her Jazina. How, how about oh. that? So we're all there and we go, okay, well, what you got to do now is you got to follow me up. You know, I know the way up to the cabin and whatnot and uh, and uh, whatever. So we, we kind of caravan. Me and Brian were in one car and we were talking about the the movie and what we're going to do. Uh, the You know, then the actors were in another car, a couple of dudes. There were three dudes in one car, I think. And then it was Jazina coming up by herself. Uh-huh. Because she had to leave early, and so yeah, we a were little gonna, VW bug or something. Uh, what was no? It was like a, it was like an. Uh, it was it was it was it wasn't like a shitty car, but it wasn't like a like a hot chick car, right? You know, okay. It was like a sedan, all right. You know, maybe she still lives with her parents. Who knows? She's twenty three, and she. But by the way, this girl was not ugly, not ugly at all. Right. You know. Uh, anyway, so we're driving up there, and we you know we we pull off the road, right? And basically, to get to the cabin. You have to drive off the road for about, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Right. As we're driving there on these dusty dirt roads, I turned to Brian, and, and, for, and he just mentioned to me how he met Gisette, or What's her name? Jazina. Jazina. <laughs> how he had met Jazina, and he was like, oh, yeah, I just met her three days ago from this one thing. I go, dude, you talked a girl, and she was, like I said, let me stress how not ugly she was. Okay. Right. You 
talked a girl who'd known you for three, four days to follow you up to this very remote cabin uh, where nobody knows exactly how to get there. Right. You know, where nobody knows how to get back. Well, well, and that's another story too right there. Cause, uh, but I don't want to spoil this story yet. But basically, um, we, we're driving in there forever and I, and I go, well, does it, well, I go, well, you can't, by the way, you can't get phone service at this place either. So I mean, well, like, of course, when you're down, when you're down in this little valley, you can't get phone service. I'm like, dude, get to the meat and taters of this. Situation. I'm sorry. I'm there. So I'm driving in and he's telling me about this. I go, so she doesn't really know you. And then she, he, Brian says, no. And I go, he says, no, or however they say it. How them Irish. <laughs> No, I thought you wanted me to get to the meat and potatoes. No, no, I, I, that's exactly not how he says it. But I mean, I well, don't, when you're I don't trying you're to doing. say a single word no, from it, like it a language, like no. it's it hard. sounds no, no, yeah, that's that's that may be a good point. But he just says no. Right. Okay, oh, so we're driving, and I look at him, and I say, "Well, how does she know that we're not going to rape and murder her out of this thing? Because there's there's like five dudes, and then her." Right. You know, five dudes she doesn't know, and right. one of them happens to be a big bald guy with a beard. Right. And the other one is uh, like a like a greasy uh, Irish guy. Right. With with coffee stained teeth. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, how do, how, I go, how does she know that she's not going to get raped and beaten and killed? Right. And she and Brian looked at me and goes, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. So, so I turned around and looked at him and I said, dude, should we rape and kill her? <laughs> You disgusting uh, pig. Obviously, it's a joke, and he just laughed, because he un- he understood. What would you have done if he said yes? He wouldn't have said yes, because I know Brian. He wouldn't have said yes. So, dude, because oh, we were both kidding. But anyways, I, the PSA is this. Girls, young ladies, young ladies, um, if you're going to go out with a bunch of strange older dudes, first of all, I would say don't, okay? And sure. S- and second of all, if you if you're going to do it, Make sure to bring a friend, like a big, strong person or a guy packing heat or something like that. Well, yeah, if you've got like, if you're, uh, you know, uh, what do they call them? Uh, an escort. If you would have hired an escort, she would have had a big black guy with her. Problem is, if we hired an escort, we'd have had to pay her money. Yeah. And, we and he would have said, guys, you got 20 minutes. Yeah, we, well. We, but the good part is she could have raped her. Well, it, well, the problem he is... He would have said, the, but you only got 20 minutes. I was going to say 20 minutes for five guys. Oh, Let's easy. Let's see, that's four minutes a piece. Oh, yeah, that's a piece of cake. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about? That's four awful. minutes a piece. That's terrible. Come on, what are you, you guys up there about? in a cabin, you're like... <laughs> no, it, and it's funny because she she actually is on her way out after we filmed the filmed the spots with her. Uh, she she actually got lost on the way out, and we went out to go... I went out to go get another person who was showing up later. And, and she you was, raped her. No, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> No, no. She was still driving around, so I so I took her out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be late to your job. And she'd been driving around for like 45 minutes, can't figure out the dirt road, whatever, Ugh. which was funny. But anyway, um, yeah, that that's a don't, – don't do that, ladies, please. Yeah, you know, that's going probably up there not a good strange idea. guys. Thank God she was in the hands of you honest-to-goodness good human beings. Well, and you know what? As much as, as, much as, it, as it pains me to say, we're, we're pretty honest, decent human beings. Okay. I like to think that it, you can tell, like, from Shopco parking lot, <laughs> if everyone's kind of... If all the guys are eyeballing each other and kind of giggling, like... Yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be one yeah, guy that's just like, bang, bang, or something. <laughs> you know, he's giving it away going, we're going to yeah. rape this girl when we get up there. Right. No one can be so straight-faced you know set of cards well, and i'll tell you what it may have been easier hands. to do if i hadn't seen i spit on your grave yeah so 
I mean, you know, yeah, I we just get rid of her car. She'll run around forever, <laughs> and then we can uh, kill she'll her and throw bugs. her in the water. She'll eat bugs, and you know, and then and then gain strength back, and then she'll end up chopping my balls off somehow. No, I can't. No, but uh, no, but uh, the movie was all about uh, a, a devil dog and a hound from hell and all sorts of demonic stuff. It should be coming out, uh, like I said, in October. But and we'll we'll throw it on the Facebook group or something. It'll, it should be pretty fun. It's That'd like, be great. I'd like, love to see it. You know, I have to. I have to admit too, dude, that I am actually kind of impressed with Brian Higgins on this. I thought he was all talk, but he he came out there and he he's did got a, some walk. He's he's got a little bit of walk, which is amazing to me. I thought he was all talk. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he, yeah like definitely him. good dude. But uh, anyway, you know what? All this talk about awesome stuff. You know what it's made me do? What? I want to blow my load right here. Not literally. Yeah. The thing that we've been waiting for. The thing that, that that people are on pins and needles waiting for right now. Let's just get it. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it right now. Okay. You know what we got right now? What? People? We've got a world premiere uh-huh. of a Die Monster Die tune off their forthcoming album, October oh. 21st, 1976. Oh, my heavens. Entitled Pearls for Daddy. And I want to mention one thing. Uh. Go ahead and notice the double bass from our man, Shane Diablo, during this song. It is beautiful. Please do. It's amazing. We're going to play that song, and then we're going to get right into Lauren's voicemail. What do you say? Mm-hmm. Screw you and your little don't you Don't you cross that line Leading 
Lauren, I forgot to mention this last time. Um, yeah, I totally agree with your Pacific Rim theory. Yes, I saw it and it was good, but um, yeah, with I don't, I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on with all these people jizzing over it. So I think you're right. Like the people who were just. I think people ever. just like, like excuses to jizz. Getting a beach or a handy jade during a movie. That would have been nice. I mean, actually. I didn't, and um, yeah, it was it was good. She didn't Fine. get a beach or a handy jade. Um, but yeah, I had those things girls get. And it's genius, and I think I want to I want to trot it out every time, like The Conjuring. Um, it's like yeah, it's fine. So anyone who jizzed over it, I'm like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably more the hand job you got during the movie. But anyway, <laughs> I'm looking forward to listening to that episode. I got to get guys. more hand jobs during the movie, apparently. No, dude, but I'm, I'm glad. You know what? And I've and I've and I've t- I haven't taken um, because because I went off a little bit last episode, you know. And usually when I do that, I get a little a little bit of blowback, you know. <sighs> but I didn't get any. I uh, people were either really respectful or didn't give a shit. So, well, that's always good if you don't get a lot of blowback. Right, good one, hilarious. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm just saying, blowback is like, uh, you know, that's not a it's good like thing. Pearls for daddy. It's like pearls for right. daddy. It's like a lot of <laughs> yeah. It's okay, all right. Quite a lot of little, lot a little bit about it. Uh, Anthony called in. Oh, Anthony. Hey, I'm Mike and Shane. Anthony here. Um, uh, creator. Just not my thing. Oh, he, what the hell? He never I, likes the music we talk about. So they don't hold it against him. It's just not. That's not okay. Really what I'm that's into. all right. Um, and the stuff, though, man, that's. I haven't probably seen that movie since I was like nine. Oh, that's a ten, great but flick, I just man. The stuff. Remember when I was a kid, I, I really liked it. And, uh, like, I was like a cool whip freak. You know, like, I'd, like, sneak downstairs and. Cool yeah, I was going to say, he got high off the fumes. Don't lie. Don't lie. To this day. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was that was a good choice, man. Um, question of the episode. Uh, I, I don't know. If, I guess they're cliches, but one is just kind of um, like the first thing is I think that, you know, horror films could do a little bit more during the day. Um, oh, really? You know, like, it would, at least it seems to me the majority of your horror films take place at night. Yeah, you know, that night. makes sense, but yeah. in certain situations, I think it really adds to it when it's during the day, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, yes. Or, um, you know, like some of the scenes from House of a Thousand Corpses and oh. Devil's Rejects. Oh. Just something about, you know, the, the... It's about mental stability. That craziness. Those movies are about that. Either if you... In if the light you're, day, if, you, they, if you are... I don't know. It's just adds a I mean, I'm positive. I'm, po- po- I'm positive. You're going to pause. I'm positive. It's about the mental stability. If you are fighting a monster, it doesn't matter. Like a giant Godzilla kind of monster. It doesn't matter day or night. Right. If you are a psychotic, psychotic family... That doesn't care if they're caught or win or not. Right. It doesn't matter. But if you're a sneaky slasher that oh, wants yeah. to keep slashing, 
<laughs> you got to keep it in the you nighttime, baby. Do it under the cloak of darkness. Do it uh, like vampires, man. Yeah, they got to stay know. out at night, man. I, dude. They can't be hanging in the daylight. Dude, when you were a kid, did anybody ever say, you need to be home by midnight because only bad things happen after midnight? I would have said, well, what happens at 11.59? That, you would have just blown them away. I'd have been like, Eleven, you, you, especially at those younger ages, you would not have been able to believe how much I could have got done in less than one minute. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all Anything I'm saying. Before eleven fifty nine, so yeah. it's cool. But midnight, I would say two, at least here where the drunks come out, you get hit by cars, so they go. I didn't get a lady in the bar, so I'll fondle you, you little kid. What? Or whatever. What? I'm just saying, you know. What? People get weird, what? man. You get all that you get all that you get all that nightlife in you, and next thing you know, you're like, whoa. Uh, they get what are you doing? You're walking down the street. You know, it's more like First in the seventies. You're walking down the street. <laughs> do, 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 do. Next thing you know, you're like, man, I'm so fucking horny. <laughs> hey, there's some kids in there playing uh fucking Mario Brothers. In the seventies? Well, eighties. Uh, okay. Late 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at those kids. I'll wait for them to come outside. <laughs> at 2 a.m. Then I'll buy them a pack of cigarettes, and then I'll molest them. Because <laughs> uh, I'm drunk you, as you shit. You know what? Let me, let me ask you something. Do you think this episode's getting a little weird after my whole uh, uh, rape revenge uh, scenario? Well, you totally of... brought me into the rape and molestation. That's your fault. No. Mine was sheerly in jest. I, you had a certain passion in your eyes that I have never seen before. Well, you know, who doesn't want to rape a kid after a good night at the bar? Oh, uh, you know, I, I guess mean, come you, on. I guess let's... if you put it that way, it doesn't seem quite so harmful. Uh, let's finish off uh, Anthony's voicemail. In my opinion. Sorry. The other thing is, and this is pretty much the case, and just got every slasher... You know, that sort of deal is, you know, if you're the last girl or guy or whatever you are and you have incapacitated the killer or you think that the killer is dead, you know, make sure Double that they're tap. dead. Don't yeah. sit there and drop the knife and start yeah, stopping. That, you know, Drop the knife and cry. Sort of stuff, <laughs> Just make sure that they are dead. Why did this guy that killed everyone I know? In the guy's face. This is actually a huge you know, one, too. A, a, he put me through a this. knife or an axe or whatever. Go chop the dude's head off. Do whatever you need to do. Just make sure that they're dead. But then again, if that happened, we don't really have a lot of horror films. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, but that's about you it. Weigh the you odds. have a uh, good week and be well. Great job, as always. And by the way, that wasn't all he had to say, because he called right back in. Oh, well, for a short one. Hey, I'm not sure if I got cut off there. Maybe you uh, up the, um, you know, the call time. Nah. But anyway, just wanted to say, you know, uh, as always, man, great job. Keep it up. Be well. I love this guy. He he just wanted to call. I love my Antony. You, by the way, you know what was really considerate? Don't you goddamn ever say a word about Anthony? Because no, no, he's no. my man. No, what I'm saying is, is he's, he's my like, baby blue. you know what? I I wonder if I got cut off when I really wanted to tell those guys, you know, how much, you know, how keep I, it up that he appreciates it, you know. And it's like he made sure that we knew that, Anthony. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. He's my baby blue. He is my queen bee. Speaking of baby blues and queen bees. In white and nerdy folks, here's GP. Oh, I'm a GP. I love him too. 
as white and nerdy as they come. Boom, 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 boom. You know, I used boom, to be boom, weird, goddammit. White and nerdy. My daughter Sarah was born and was all over for me, so whatever. It happens. And even though you try to diss me like that, bitch, I am going to stick up for you. Oh, okay, good. Before too many people jump on your shit. There oh. is a uh, house of dark shadows, so it oh, is. Oh, because I got long shadows and dark very, shadows mixed up. Uh, you can get those two confused. Did so, I do that on this show? You no. Know, house of dark shadows. Do you know what he's house talking of about? Long shadows. It's very easy to confuse. I'm in the dark. Well, not confused, but mix one with the other. You get a little dyslexic in the brain. So Agreed. Yeah. I want to save you right there, so... You know what? For a white and nerdy white dude, nerdy he's pretty nerdy. solid. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to get that Love that nerdy. Top. They see me mowing my they front lawn. <laughs> That's... All right. Uh, speaking of white and nerdy, oh my gosh. These calls are just flowing up. Jake, and he's going to probably no, no, talk no, no, no. about... No, no, no. Uh, LeVay. Oh, the King B. The, ki- the, the king man of white and Hey, nerdy. Mike and Shane. It's I Levi. love him. Uh, question of the week. What cliches should be uh, laid to rest or again for now? Uh, I guess it would be that stupid cat jumping out of oh, wherever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which has been going on for far too long, but I'm sure a lot of people will say that one. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really know. obvious. You're the first. And I always think of what's obvious first for some sad reason. Because it's, it's low uh, hanging also, fruit. Also, running upstairs, trying to get away from a killer. You know, to hide tension That's one of mine, by the way. You run up to a place, you get trapped instead of away. Um, the stupid adult authority figures or the useless sheriff. Oh, my gosh. doesn't do anything to help hey, anybody. He's like my doppelganger on this uh, answer right here. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, he's no, probably doppelganging all night. He's probably list of them or something, but I didn't do that. He's doppelganging me right I now. I do always... Oh, I'm Doesn't so glad that you sexual? guys watch the stuff, man. I absolutely love that movie. They, that is such a good... I'm wanting to watch it in front of my 10-year-old. I want her to see Chocolate Chip Charlie do his crazy yawn where he throws yeah. up all the <laughs> weird white bacterium all over the place. That chases my favorite part with him is when he just happened. jumped over a car and attacked anyway, out of nowhere. Talk later. Bye. The only thing that would have made that... Like, yeah, me again. Oh, uh, sorry, I started it prematurely. Oh, the only thing I was going to say is Bill Cosby. If they could have got him to play that part. <laughs> Watch the white shit come out of his was, mouth. Was he doing pudding, pudding pops in back in, what was that, 80, what was that, 86 or 87? <laughs> that, that's hilarious, by the way. What? Are you brain damaged? What was that? Come on. I don't know. That was one of the funniest things when I was a little kid. Why did you do that? I don't know. For the first 10 years of my life, I thought I was Jesus Christ. I said, Dad, (laughs) he's shit. I'm Jesus Christ. Uh, you you do a pretty good Bill Cosby. You should should go on tour as Bill Cosby. I wish. Let me tell you something. Was there money in that? Maybe. Right now, I'm looking for things that make money. You know, we never even mentioned the movies and the, and the music that we're going to be talking about this episode. We just completely passed that. But we're going to be talking about Vamp mm-hmm. with uh, Grace Jones in it. Right. Uh, and she wore white face. Yeah, she did white face. She did white face. Because the, they don't allow African-American strippers in that bar. That's not true. But we'll get into that later. Ronald McDonald's But what I'm saying is, is maybe you could do the blackface thing. Maybe and you go, and, and do, do the, the black face. No. You know what? By the way, let me let me say something real quick. 
This, I don't know why this show is turning out to be super extra offensive. If you if you are going to say you after talking about Bill Cosby, yeah. you have to say you. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll do that. Is that good, Jell-O pudding? <laughs> uh, I just want to say that we are always this offensive, so don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to. Like I said, you apologized the first thing for the show. That's what you said. I'm sorry. I always say I'm well, sorry. Let's get back to LeVay. One more cliche, and that would be the loud musical singer that's supposed to get out of my way. What's that slapping like noise in the useless. background? I don't know. It's the worst cliche. Yeah, we, we were talking, and I have no uh, idea what he's talking was, about. You know, I, just like I just did now, I, I yelled, and now I've made myself a little bit upset. <laughs> <sighs> it doesn't do anything but get my blood up a bit and make me mad. Like when oh. I watch a movie. And it's supposed to be building tension, and it's supposed to be scary, but all it does is, uh, you know, it just kind of falls flat because the director doesn't know what they're doing, so they use a really loud musical singer to try and jolt me. Oh, right. I try get and, it. You know, keep the tension up when really all they're doing is just pissing me off. But anyway, talk later. They see him rolling. I can hear this like chopping noise in the background, like I think a chopper he's, I outside. I think he's getting a, like a, a like an Korean Asian girl. sensual massage. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I I wouldn't put that past Levi because he's there. He's as harmless looking as anybody I've ever seen. But those are the ones you have to look out for. Of course, those are the ones you have to look out for because you know what? Like like I keep telling people, nobody's ever going to say when they find out about my serial killing. You know, if I ever did that, oh man, yeah. I never would have guessed that he was. You know, they won't say that about me. They'll be like, yeah, I, I knew it. it. Yeah. I would say that right now. Yeah. What? I would say if you're well, caught for serial... Feelings, well, I'm actually. saying if you're caught for serial killing, yeah. I'm hoping Songify gets a hold of me because I'll be on the news going, I saw it coming. <laughs> and I got to give them enough bits and pieces <laughs> and pauses yeah, yeah, you be like, to make a great like, tune. I was over at that McDonald's. And then give me McDonald's <laughs> for a year. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Dude. It's all about but, McDonald's. But for a year. the problem is, is it's too obvious that I would be a serial killer, so that's not happening. But Levey, right. he's the little guy. You keep an eye on him. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But let's keep an eye on him. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let's place get on my... Facebook and keep an eye on that guy. Well, no, because face his Facebook is benign. Yeah, you know what? Well, serial killers are too smart. They're psychopaths. They they're brilliant. Okay, so maybe you're a serial killer. No, I told you people would expect that. There's no possible way I'm a serial killer. Or am I look am I am I am I putting out this essence that oh. I am one so people think I can't be him because I think he would but be. You are. And so it's a double it's a double twist. Get a hold of the Soska sisters. We got a movie. Oh my oh my gosh. They're- Podcast guy acts like he's not a serial killer because it's too because he, he would be the obvious choice. But is he too obvious? Oh, maybe he is. Oh, my gosh. Sauskas. <laughs> do, do this one up for us. Uh, the next call is from a nice young man mm-hmm. uh, from uh, New Jersey, a town that Voltaire wants to destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name is Nicholas. Nicholas. Good evening. It's New Jersey Nick from the Slasher cast. New Jersey I Nicholas. Uh, yes. My, uh, the trope I am sick of yes. in horror movies. And it, it's baby? a weird one because you don't see it too often. Well, no, I see it every goddamn time. <laughs> ah, I don't know. Once He's you angry. see it, you can never unsee it. He's angry. And it's weird and it's stupid, balls? but I hate how in these fucking movies that we watch, the fathers, the dads, 
They always inexplicably have a job where they stay at home and do no work. They're <laughs> yeah, writers, they're architects, no they're... Yeah, no shit. Bullshit. Now tell me, your fathers, I'm a father. Yeah. Do you have a job where you sit at home and have all this free time? That's where true. You I only wish I did. I wish I did. Ghosts? I wish I did. Fuck that. So, I hate uh, that. And I'm going to name some movies. Sinister. Oh. Writer oh. for a father who just spends his day looking for ghosts. Yep. You got um, Mama, a yep, music yep. producer who sits at home, doesn't even go to a studio, and just sits at home looking at his MacBook all day. And he's handsome, though. Ghosts. He gets away with that because he's um, handsome. The movie Orphan. The guy's an architect. He oh, stays at home. That's true, too. That's it. Dude, you know why this happens? Because writers of movies, they're like, you know, what do men do? They don't know job? what real men are like. What yeah. do they do? They don't do anything, dude. They, Just like they, the writers. They sit around and write. That's what they do. And they're like, well, dude, there must have plenty of time if we just make this character a writer. <laughs> Real annoying. Real annoying. Daniel yeah, Craig, a lot of, like, home, garbage a writer who stays at home movies. and looks for ghosts all fucking day. I guess it's mainly only in mainstream movies. Whatever. I still hate it. It's my <laughs> least favorite trope. And I, I guess it brings out the... Thank um, you, Jelly. The... Uh, Mike, you'll appreciate this. The anti-welfare streak inside of me that's like... <gasps> What are they doing? Just sitting at home all day, living what? off the government? What? Fuck them. All right, guys. I <laughs> I hope this call makes it through. Thanks. Bye. Oh, it's great to hear from him. He hasn't called in. Jersey Nick. He hasn't called in forever. He called in like the first handful of episodes or something. Episode 20. And it was like all of a sudden. Slasher cast. All of a sudden he's too good to talk to us. What's wrong with you? I mean, I appreciate you calling back. You brought out the beast. You brought out the question that made him grasp it and say. So what you're saying is if people don't call in, it's my fault because my question's not gripping enough. Absolutely. I've got a good one coming up for next episode. absolutely what I'm saying. (laughs) If they don't call in, it's your fault. Um, I feel like sometimes I make them too hard so people may not call in. Well. You don't, I mean, so, so basically there's a balance. Hard, but not too challenging. What is good? A pencil in the head or a pen? Would you like to get killed by Freddy or Jason more? Yeah, Yeah, you know. Actually, I'm going to steal that one. That's going to be the question for next time. You want Jason? Yeah, well, for sure. Well, shit. Hell yes. I like to be. Actually, actually, let me tell you you the. I I dabbled in some hallucinogenics. (laughs) <laughs> the mushrooms. So I'd probably go Freddy on that. Well, I was gonna say the ch- the a lot with, but not a lot, but with a handful of Freddy kills, you get to see some naked lady. Yeah. So and there's no real. I mean, a lot of Jason kills you. Well, no, 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 because no, you're no, usually no, banging the naked well, lady. Well, when what you I'm get saying killed. is, you did the work. You had you were gonna bang that lady either way. Right. But with Freddy, with Freddy, it's like all of a sudden, oh. That super hot nurse wants to get naked yeah, with me, she, or or there's a yeah, oh, there's a naked lady in my in my yeah. waterbed. It's like that wasn't there before, yeah. you know. Because because Jason, it's actually worse. Because if you're banging on Deborah Sue Voorhees, oh those nice ones. You Depends. don't. You don't. What what is your peeing your Where pants am I have at? to do anything? If I'm coming when he smacks me with the axe, I'll take that. Because you're like F it. I'm not gonna. If this is the best way. I'm I don't really out. have a sit. I don't have a, a vote in the thing anyways <laughs> but i'm just saying i would prefer my point axe, my point arrow is through this. the chest right at climax my point like is, the, is the this. singer for nxs okay stop it because let me just i'm gonna destroy your whole okay. argument right here freddie or sorry jason never provides the poontang whereas no freddie sometimes does 
And there, there you, go. you go. So you're going to get it either way with Jason. You're going to get it, you know, whatever. You might as well finish off and sure. have that awkward hey, moment. Hey, that's good. You know, but Freddie might bring some titty into the whole conversation. Well, that's that's right. uh, that's what I'm saying. So that that so we don't have to do that question now because good. that's the ultimate answer. <laughs> really, you're just gonna let me get away with that? Yeah. All right, uh, Jake the Snake called in. Oh, the Jake or with the Hello, Python, Mike and Jake. the power <clears throat> power song. I don't know why I started that. It's an evil that. mustache twistler. Know. But uh, it's call a twizzler, for the twizzler. question of the week. About a horror cliche I'd like to see done away with. Well, there were a few that came to me. Uh, one is, you know, the ones that always feature, you know, the families that are moving to a haunted house or, right. or you know, just whatever. And, like, I God, is this, Seriously, is it like every one of these families has to have a daughter that's like, I don't like this place. Why can't we be back? I don't know, like, uh, kid, God, they're all teenage girls like this, man. Oh, come on. Uh, I I saw The Conjuring recently, and oh, God, I was so scared because it looked I, like it was going to have that cliche for a bit, but the daughter, uh-huh. yes, yeah, she got used to it i mean you know besides all the you know freaking uh, hauntings and all that shit but <laughs> and another thing i don't like is when people are just like telling you know the authorities in these movies about what's really going on you know i mean right don't don't tell these people this they're gonna think you're crazy i mean okay that, that kind of plays really into what i got going but, on too you know i mean I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, best example I can think of is stay alive. Tell the police, yeah, oh. the uh, ghost of Elizabeth Bathory is coming to stay us alive. from this video game. It's awful. Yeah. That had Malcolm in the middle in it. Just number one oh, suspect. Yeah. Come on, bro. Uh, uh, I yeah. Think, I don't I haven't like seen that, that one for a while. Maybe guy. it's been done away because you're hateful. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, those are my answers. Good Brian one. Brian Cranston, what have you done? Bye-bye. Nothing. Isn't that weird that Brian Cranston went from that to the greatest television show in the world? I used to freaking, like, think he was, like, a crazy bitch because he was a, wasn't he a dentist on Seinfeld, too? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was yeah. the dentist on there. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like him. But I mean, I'd never, I would never would have guessed that he had the rage to play. And I thought he was great on Malcolm in the Middle too. Well, he was crazy. He was like, ah, I'm always freaking out because my life is so full of stress. You know, I'm not saying I didn't like him. What I'm saying is is that his character drove me insane. Yeah. You know, and whatever. But let me ask you something about his new character is driving me insane too. Walter Mm -hmm. White, dude. Just the last eight episodes are coming up here pretty quick, man. I know this Sunday. Let me ask: Is that true? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I got to set the DVR. Okay, uh, so question for you: uh-huh. the um, the Malcolm in the Middle, right? Do you, you, you know, well, we had Walter White as the dad, yeah. And then we had that mom. She yeah. was always mad, dude. She was she, she always... seemed like a Roseanne Barr kind of Except, regular kind of mom. Yeah, know? well, not is that regular because she My was moms are always yelling at the kids and going, "Shut up for Christ's sake!" When I used to watch that show, I used to think, "Oh my gosh, I bet she's a freaking." crazy bitch in bed sock yeah. oh dude because she's uh, she's got to get You're rid disgusting. of all that shit. i know i thought the same I thing i was i, I mean i was a kid but i'm I'd like boner 
I'd really like to have a shot with uh, Malcolm's mom. Well, so did that uh, grocery clerk that was on there. <laughs> I don't you remember. Re- I you don't, you don't remember that big fat guy with the glasses that really wanted, he, he was oh, all yeah. hot for Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he, he had the right idea. We're fat. We're, <laughs> sure? we're fucking not good looking. <laughs> and we want to bang Malcolm in the middle it as must, well. It must, be, it must be that kind of thing. Oh. Settled. Done. We're done. That's it. Stamp it. Oh, dude. Uh, it's figured out. I hope to never see her again because I feel like, you know, 15 years later, she would, I would lose that fire for her. You know? Let me ask you this. Would uh, you break up with Malcolm Middle's mom with uh, Famke Jansen? If oh, she called oh, you, if she yeah, called I you would, on the old bone only, phone only, and said, hey, only if she didn't I know speak you're dating that Malcolm the Middle's only mom. Only if she didn't speak in that oh, accent. Wait a minute, wait that a is, we un- gotta, that's bad. We got to throw a wrench in here. Oh, dear. It is with the accent. But no. Famke gets a hold of you on the bone phone and says, break up with Malcolm in the Middle's mom because I want to have sweet loving with you. You know, you know what the funny thing is about that is, her, come you, on, answer. Do you remember that. her? Uh, I say yes all day long. Do, do you I break up right away. <laughs> Straight away, I don't even. I don't even. I let would the think, phone hang up. I would think that I would have to do less work with Malcolm's mom because she's on fire. But however, let me just say one thing. Since Famke, I can't remember the name of. Uh, I think it was something on a top, which which she was the Bond girl in uh, Goldeneye, uh-huh. and she would squeeze dudes to death with her thighs while <sighs> she was making sweet love to him. Because of that, that is I would say yes. Because I feel like Malcolm in the Middle's mom would be fiery in bed. But she would be angry, not fiery. There's a difference. No, no, no. no. She would be like, are you shitting me? Really? Dude? That's it? No. Jesus, I'll go in the bathroom no, and finger bang no, no, myself. No, no, stop it. Because anger is anger is a gift. Says that. Sensual. So, no, 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 no. Because you know what? I want like her on sensuality. top of me. I want her on top of me going, oh, come on. And grabbing and squeezing my ball. Oh, wait. Uh. Did I just. Yeah, well, far? you're selling me. Wow. Keep going. You're selling me on this. Just squeezing and maybe giving me a yeah. little, like, ring in my neck. A little go, what's wrong the with you? The, you know? Yeah, the choke. And I, I'd just be like, oh, my gosh, I've never been so turned on. The problem is, is I would immediately let it go because that would be too hot to, like, to overlook. Fam- well, the problem is, is that <laughs> Malcolm's uh, mother might be too heavy to just throw off. But, you know, when you get that energy going... You go, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to return the favor. And you can pick them up and flip them over and say, it's time. It's fucking daddy's time. No, no, no. It's daddy's time. Where, with Malcolm's mom, you'd be like, holy shit, she's got me pinned. You could pick her up, throw her on her all fours, and... Famke, All right, we, we got to stop it right now, because we're two dudes in a small apartment, and I don't think there's enough room for all this. I'm I'm saying, let's let's see how my life plays out. That's what I'm saying. I mean, in her name... And it's uh, oh, oh, Famke, oh, Famke, are you kidding? I'm you coming in you. I'm coming, baby. <laughs> you don't think, oh, Malcolm's mom, oh, nah. Malcolm and Bill's mom. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing too, because I don't. It's just too much, much to spit out. I, I don't I have no idea what her name or her character name is. Oh, Malcolm in the middle. All right, we're moving. On. Oh my god, <laughs> we're moving on yeah, to Wolfie. Disgusting. Here's Wolfie. Oh, the wolf. Hey there, guys. Wolfman calling in. Quick. I paused it real quick. I just have to say, I can't. I, I can't believe we just spent five minutes talking about Malcolm in the Middle's mom versus Famke Jansen. But here's Wolf. Okay. Uh, first off, Mike. Mike. I gotta Bastard. say one thing about you. I listened to episode two oh. and heard you talking about the episode drama the in the speed. horror community. 
Yeah. It ain't nothing. There's not a lot of drama. It's just a, a lot, lot of stupid more asses. drama in a lot of other communities. But does that make the drama I mean, in the horror podcasting okay? On Twitter, no. Actually, why is it that of the fandoms I'm involved in, the one that's dedicated to psychopaths and serial killers and demons huh. has less drama in it than the ones that are involved in things like oh, scientific research yeah. or. That's because science Cartoon is bullshit. shows that people watch. I didn't come from no monkey's asshole. You would be amazed at some <laughs> of the drama that goes on, and frankly, I just sort of sit back and laugh at all of it. That's because you're above it all, Wolfie. Ah. And for other comments, I don't know that you're going to get all that many folks from Wyoming. After yeah. all, as we all know, or at least all should know, Wyoming comes from an old Indian That's word, meaning no state here. Is that, I so wonder if that's, that's true. I believe not Wolfie. Any downloads from there? <laughs> Question of the week was: What horror trope would you like to see not happen again? And I'm going to have to put in a vote for odious comic relief. Oh, I know yeah. it may not be an official trope, but <sighs> like insidious a little bit. Who's supposed to be the funny one? Who's usually the most annoying, and yeah. they never kill him off soon enough. Yeah, this isn't just good. a recent thing, folks. It's not even since the slasher started. This no, goes like back school. to the 30s. Ooh. Hell, the 20s, even, if I He's dropping right. the 20s bomb. This needs to stop. Agreed. We've already had this joke for almost 100 years. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> this is the Wolfman, and I'll talk to y'all I later. love the Wolfman. I can feel it. I can, He's revitalizing himself. He's been through uh-huh. some stuff. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, but he's revitalizing. Yeah. I can feel his venom coming back, and uh, and I I I very I welcome it. I want to say one thing about I love him. about Spew episode two. May I? Yes, I went off a little. You bit. guys sound. I haven't listened to him, but you guys sound like really like you guys. You said it was like the view. It is. That's why we yeah. called it the Spew. Yeah. That's why we called it the Spew because it's like the view for horror podcasting. Right. That's exactly what it is. We talked about the horror podcasting, whatever. I don't. I. I. I feel like that episode. I. I. I got a little bit. You know. You know when you're on a roll. Sure. You know when you're. You're just. You're like. Oh. Oh. Hey. And this. If there's oh. Any, and this. If there's anyone in the world that knows about when I get on a roll, right. it's you. Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no doubt about it. it. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. But no, I, you know, and, and the thing is, is it was kind of a cathartic experience because, but, but honestly, it's, it, he, uh, uh, Wolfman's right. I mean, I, it was, it's not, I mean, you got to realize I've been podcasting since 2008. Right. Which is a long You time. and Johnny are like respectable horror podcasting dudes that have been around quite a while. Yeah. Right? And it's like over the five years, there's been a lot of shit. And the thing is, it sticks with me a little bit because, I just don't think that that shit should even exist. Sure. Because it's some stupid hobby of mine. I mean, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. It means a lot to me. But when all said and done, it's just a... a the you know, only thing. thing that I think about when people start going, let's gather. And it's like, why can't we just gather? Yeah. Why do we have to put a stamp or a name on it? Is I think, Suge Knight, Death Row. <laughs> you coming here? You got to be part of Death Row. There's always this thing that happens. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just come along, have a good old time, have a, good have time. a gay old time, let's have a good time, just let's like hang the out. Stones. Agreed, people. Yeah. Um, the next qu- the next call we have right now, and it's, oh. you know how I said we didn't like 
uh, like announce what we're talking about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a feeling that I need to talk about who we're talking about today as far as music is concerned because we have a uh, call from Johnny Krug. Right. Um, we're going to be talking about, and I know this is one of Johnny Krug's favorite. Dax Riggs. Da- Dax Riggs in his 2007, uh, what was it, 2007 or 8? Say 2007. No, no, no. We Sing of Only Blood. No. It's not the album I've been listening to. Are you serious? Yep. Which one did you do? Say Goodnight to the World. Okay, so we did two different... Are you shitting you me? No, I'm not shitting you at all. Wow. <laughs> no, I listen... Well, that, that's okay, because we can talk about both of them, because I actually listened to that one quite a bit. So, you did Say Goodnight to the World. I did We Sing of Only uh, Blood and Love. Okay. Or something like yeah, that. I listened to his latest. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't pulled out the iPad. But, but okay, so let's go ahead and listen. To, that's this is way, crazy. By the way, that's kind of funny. But so we're gonna, we're just gonna double, we're gonna double up. Because I remember I saw the listing where it was like we sing of love and blood. Yeah, and then it was changed. No, no, it was changed from acid bath, something about a kite string to we sing of only blood or love from two thousand six. Wow. That's okay. Right. Well, we're going to do a double. We're going to do a double here. Nice. We're going to do a double okay. deck trick. Good. But either way, um, Johnny's going to be talking about it, uh, I assume, because he's next. So let's go ahead and play his voicemail. Hey, Mike and Shane. Johnny Krug here. The Krug Sorry Nations. if I sound like oh, shit. Love. I'm uh, still pretty deep into this respiratory infection, but ah. uh, that's enough of the negative shit. I called to answer the question of the episode because you said uh, you asked what one horror cliche would I like to see stricken. You know, if there were any, and I would have to say the biggest one for me would be based on a true story or based on oh, which it's really not really. The thing is, when Texas Chainsaw Massacre did that, it was really cool because it wasn't like as common back then, and it made people wonder and think. But now in the days of the internet and things like that, it's just it's really hard to convince people that something is real, and most people go into it skeptical. And at this point, I I never believe that with movies like. The Conjuring and the Amityville Horror or, uh, you know, real serial killer movies and stuff. You know, stuff like that, I, I don't mind it so much, but it's when they do it with, like, every new release and it's like, hey, based on a fucking true story and it's just <laughs> nonstop. It's just, like, hitting you in the face. You know, and if a story is good enough, I, I don't mind it either because, you know, at least they have something to say and, and if it were to be inspired by actual events, you know, that would be creepier and stuff. But sure. half the time you watch these movies and it's, it's bullshit. Like, based on a true story and it it just it's not a good movie and you're like if this is based on a true story man i could dig better stories out of my asshole and i i'd like to actually see much with movies like the strangers because you know there's nothing specific that that one's based on but i grew up in a town in florida where there were a lot of home invasion murders out in the middle of nowhere and uh a pretty common thing so you can say you know based on actual events because that shit really happens i mean I lived like a mile from the Heather Windorf vampire cult where they killed her parents and fucking no bludgeoned shit. them to death with uh, tire irons and drank their blood and Dude, shit. Dude, no I mean, shit. This I know that. That's so fucking disgusting. I can understand them putting it on some movies and stuff, and I think there have Dude, been like two or three movies about that I've bitch seen that. Too, There's but, documentaries um, and shit about that. I just don't like them tacking it onto everything, like every fucking trailer you see, and half the shit's like put out by the Asylum or fucking hmm. brain damage films and stuff that... You're like, come on, nobody gave you the exclusive <laughs> rights to shit. But uh, it's, it's just funny to me. With me being currently under the weather, it's hard for me to really f- focus and concentrate on the raging boner that I have right oh, now oh. that you guys are doing a Dax Riggs album on yeah. the He's Corpse cast. We're doing so a couple of them. I'm excited about this. I mean, the dude, in my opinion, is just 
so iconic. He's been, I mean, I've been listening to him for like 20 years. And it's and weird. I've never really, I've never heard of him. To Agents of until Oblivion, he, Dead Boy and the Elephant Man, uh, T-Dax and his white plastic soul, Daisy Head and the Moon Crickets. I mean, this motherfucker Jeez. is, in my opinion, he's legendary. He's just been doing this shit since he was like 14 and like on the road since that, you know, since he was so fucking young and stuff. And, uh, I mean, I've heard that Acid Bath alone has influenced like tons of bands on Roadrunner records and uh, Metal Blade records and even on some major labels and stuff. So, I mean, that's pretty good for a guy writing lyrics and stuff when he was a teenager and, uh, I think, I mean, he's been pretty consistent. His music style's changed throughout the years and stuff, but um, he's never disappointed me, which is Even the two albums we're talking about today are different. When you follow him for a couple decades. I honestly, I really hope you guys dig his stuff. I mean, it's it's one of those things where um, it's almost like, I don't know if it's an acquired taste or if it's something that has to grow on you or if it's just, uh, because I've heard a lot of people say that they hate his voice, but I I fucking love his voice. His, His vocal range is amazing. He sounds a million times better live than he does on any album, which is incredible. I mean, the only other person I can say that about is Fiona Apple. And, uh, I mean, he's just an incredible songwriter. I mean, the dude, you know, the cool thing is you see him live and he plays the songs completely different. You know, he plays slow songs fast and fast songs, you know, just slowed down to a crawl. And But they sound amazing and completely different. And he hits all the high notes. He hits some notes way higher than on the album. Right. Um, in fact, I, I mean, I met him uh, a few weeks ago, and he was one of the nicest, most down-to-earth people he I've ever met in like my a life. And, dude, and that too. is always a scary thing to meet somebody that you hold in such high regard. But no, he was awesome. And the funny thing is, he's got a little voice like me, like a little Krug voice. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm Johnny. Nice to meet you, Dex. And he's like... Hi, I'm Dax Riggs, and it's just really funny to me because he gets on stage. <laughs> Dax and, he's got that really deep uh, kind of, you know, just awesome voice, and uh, it's just really cool. But uh, I've rambled on for a long time, I feel like, and uh, I oh, sound baby. like shit. God, I'm like, I probably sound like I'm panting and stuff on here because I'm not getting a whole lot of oxygen oh, and shit right now. So um, just wanted to say thanks a million for doing this album on the show it means the world to me and oh, thanks, uh, just keep up the incredible shows you guys have been doing an awesome job can't wait to hear the next one and hopefully i'll be feeling better to get a kruger nation out this weekend i so hope so too man that would be really cool because i'm excited about recording i just haven't had a chance to because if i sound like this i don't want to record because you know <laughs> i'm already kruger annoying enough nation. but then i get on there sounding like a muppet with chlamydia and uh you know it's just hey guy come on away, now. so <laughs> But anyway, guys, uh, Why do you gotta make love you guys. I'll so catch you so later. Nasty. Peace. Love you too, man. Let me tell you something too about this. I, I, I have to admit that I was a little bit, I, I mean, I know what Dax Riggs means to Johnny and Johnny's a good friend of mine. Right. And so I was a little good bit friends. worried because I'm like, well, what if I don't like it? What if yeah. I don't like it? I had, there was a lot of, it was kind of a lot of, it was a weird thing for me, but you know what? I guess we should just save it. We should just, just save, save it, it but man, let's get but into, no, okay, but but we're we'll, we'll take I'm it actually there. We'll stu- take it to that limit. It's weird that this happened because Glenn we're going to be talking style. about two albums of his that are almost completely different. Yeah. And oh, really? Yes. I mean, and, I've and, heard slight a little bit of Love and Blood. Yeah. I've heard a hell of a lot of uh, <laughs> Say Goodnight to the World. Yeah. In in there, and it's a, kind of a different vibe going in. Oh, which is cool because I mean, I, like I said, I listen to the, I listen to the newest album a lot. So I mean I kind of have an idea of where both albums are and how they how they sound different and whatnot. And I'm stoked to talk about it. We're gonna give you a double dose. I wish we had one of those a like double radio. douche. 
of uh, everything that Gross. makes you feel so good inside, everybody. <laughs> that was your that was your K Bear one oh one one oh one Uncle Nasty coming at you. <laughs> uh in and out called in. Oh Alan. Mike Shane, how's it going? Alan. Question of the episode, horror cliche. Um it's a good question. I mean, in a way the genre is made of cliches. If you didn't have people act stupid, you would the killer wouldn't have an easier time. And and I guess I'm thinking slasher films and horror is such a big right. tent genre. So, you know, the question of cliches I guess with a slasher film I'd like to see him quit splitting up. That's, that's the dumbest thing on earth you can do. You got a maniac on the loose Let's we'll split up and investigate Alan, stuff. Did you order the ham um, fried rice? They don't need to do that. <laughs> anyway, thought I'd give you all some the four one one a little bit of information about oh. uh, Mister, or should I say Mrs. Irma Gersh? Oh, four one one. He's not. It's not a guy. James is just a fake name. Her real name is actually what? Irma Gersh. Irma and Gersh. She's a Ninety-seven year old lady. Who so likes we to drive around. In a Winning uh, Roku boxes. We've got this whole deal going on. I don't even know what's going on with that. So what you're telling me is the man that won that Roku box is not a man at all. It's a 80 year old lady. I believe it. That masturbates and calls podcasts. Oh, which is hot as shit. Fucking hot as shit. <laughs> yeah, yo. You win. Gross. Uh, okay, so Lauren, call, uh, by the way, um, let me just say that uh, we have a procrastinating audience. Did yes. you know that? Sure. Because basically, um, Alan called today instead of, you know, wait, you know, had the whole week to call. Yeah. From, from, from Alan on, everybody called today, including Xander Kane Xander and, and uh, Chris, the uh, Jesus. Oh, wait. Jesus and Slade. I was going to say the Jesus of Utah, but I meant the Morrissey of Utah. Well, you can Utah. call him that, too. He, he probably won't mind. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, of course you wouldn't Have mind. Have you seen his fucking six-pack? I I actually wish you would like take a picture and post and it on the group. And he can smoke a chicken like you'd never fucking believe. I believe that, and I don't know why he hasn't had me over for smoked chicken before. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Lauren called back in today. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. The last episode was, like, super fun. Um, super fun. I was fun. a little disappointed I didn't get an episode. Fun time. Yay. Day, but you guys Team were, like, Titans. on fire. Um, we're always on fire, baby. See, for Team movie Titans. tropes, and I'm just fucking over. Um, let's see. Uh, the new trend of people being, like, as loud and douchey as possible, oh, like the the, yeah. the victims, and so you just want them the movie to die. Starts and you're like, just die! Yes. I want you to fucking die! Yes. Um, like the new Evil Dead, I was just like, just kill these motherfuckers. Because <laughs> um, I miss stories where, you know, your heartstrings get pulled on a little bit, and you're actually kind of rooting for the victims before they die. Not anymore, um, baby. See what else. Uh, I don't mean to to paint with a broad brush. I don't even watch. I watch The Conjuring, um, and I normally don't watch ghost movies because I'm a giant pussy about them. But um, <laughs> it seemed like all the musical keys were, um, or just like all the keys for what was going on, or the cues. 
I was like, oh, I've seen this in every ghost trailer ever. Yeah. Yeah. Even the credits were kind of like, you saw it then. Yeah. It was um, like, Ugh. we're getting into anyway, something, but it's like, yeah, not that I've it was heard a bad that a thousand movie. times. It was really good for, uh, like a I'm waiting really, for Blu-ray. Really sweet the mom in uh, uh, Hemlock anyway, Grove. Um, Peter's no. mama. No. Peter's mama is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a right. maniac. And um, I'm looking forward to your next episode. Well, Bye. thanks, lady. No, you know what? I, I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting for, I'm, I'm waiting for the Blu-ray on that one. Of the morning. I keep going. Love shines. In your eyes. By the way, do you know who sang that? Do you know who sang Dennis that? Dennis DeYoung. Do you know what band he ended up in? No. Damn Yankees with a gentleman. No, called... you're wrong. Am I wrong? You're wrong. I'm right. No, you're absolutely I'm wrong. Right. Dennis DeYoung went the way of the fucking wind. Wait, he, wait, 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 wait. Well, he, one he of the guys from that song. One of the so- one of the guys from that who sang who who produced that song ended up in Damn Yankees with my man. Oh. Your Ted Nuggets. My Ted. <laughs> Ted Nuggets. But we also had, uh, what, uh, Night Ranger, bass player. And we Sister had. Uh, Christian. And then you love that shit right there. Uh, that, that's something you I could it. do without. You lo- no, you can't but, do without it. Uh, God, what's his name? He's a guitar player, singer. He did it uh, for Sticks. Sister Christian Slappy Dog. Oh, fuck. That's the worst song ever. Slippity Papa Slappa. I don't know any of the words. And Ted That's Nugget songs are like, give or take him. a stranglehold, baby. Cat scratch fever, and he's oh, got the little it. fucking raccoon tail. Yeah, on. that's a little. <laughs> that's a little weird. But you know what? I forget about the raccoon tail when he's shooting fiery arrows <sighs> with rubber deer. It's so horrible, dude. Uh, you know what? We just had a lady call in. Now we have another lady who called. Oh, in. and this lady's named. I want to take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. Hey there, guys. It's Amanda. Um, no, for some, week, this, for some reason, this week's question was really hard for me. Uh, first of all, I just want to mention, Anthony called in last week, was talking about that brony convention. Yeah. As the men who led my little pony. Bronies. Oh, I've got so many oh, yeah. fucking stories. Um, I can't really... I don't have the time to share them all now. Well, share them. I might but her talk boyfriend to you guys on the group about she married. really weird stuff. I know, I bet her I'm husband does. I'm a huge fantasy geek. <laughs> and I like Halloween Um, And my I was on the ground brony. floor when all of the weird shit started happening. The pony porn. <laughs> oh. And Is that a thing? some weird shit out there, dude. Pony porn. Trying. So I'll I'll talk to you guys about that later. There's I would a, love to hear about all of that. There of weird people out there. I would love um, to hear all that. In relation to like this week's question, I guess it has to be jump scares. More yeah. along the lines yeah. of when the you know the villain the jumpers knocked over in the head with an axe or something like that, and they're laying there dead. And they're like, oh, oh, thank goodness he's dead, and the happy music starts oh, yeah. playing, and yeah. then you know. Pops back up. And Only yeah. your favorite movie of all time, Friday um, the 13th. Anytime it happens, just roll my eyes and I'm done with it. Um, that was back when those didn't Liz exist. Vernon, it, I think they did kind new. of a cool thing with that where they explain how and why they can do that. That was a nice yes. little touch. Agreed. But the only thing I can ever think of when I see it is Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> and the part at the very end 
where the guy keeps getting back up, Trippard gives an axe to the face. That's you know, a great movie. Like a skewer to the eye, he's just back up and screaming at him. That's all I could ever think about. And so it's completely ruined it for me because <laughs> if you see the bad guy fall over in a movie like that, especially a slasher, you just, you just come to a point where you assume he's not that dead. he's not dead. Right. So they need to start trying to reverse that trope because it's getting a little old. Yeah. Double tap, um, people. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. So I guess that's it for this week. Uh, I'll definitely call back in next week, and I'll tell you more about those weirdos if you I want. I would love to hear. She called back story. in next, too, by the um, way. Oh, God. I want to hear about also, the weirdos. Uh, you guys, you guys Her husband's a weirdo. I'll have to remember to call Jimmy next time. Bye. <laughs> Her, she, he's got to be amazing. My little brony. <laughs> Dude, by the way, did you notice the the whole Boston vibe that we had going? Who right wouldn't there? want to make love in a bed full of My Little Ponies? Um, the the only you have oh I you have the mother for Malcolm in the middle laying in a bed of My Little Ponies, and you're just fucking taking her to town. Listen, I gotta you're be taking her to you. task. You're taking her to a new realm in her life. All right. And, she, and she's, she's mad at you. Orgasm. And she's mad over. at you and she's slapping you and, and squeezing your dick like her extra hard. And she, and you are. She, Did I just say that? Holy she is crap. squirting everywhere. She's excited. She's my little. Po- it's like one of those. The, the ball thing. The ball bouncies where you jump yeah. in there. But all my little ponies. And you're making love to. I'll I'm be, making love to Famke. You're making love to Malcolm in the Middle. I'm glad. Mother. I'm glad that we have that straight. So we're not gonna like be jealous of each other. And no, you, know, I, you can have her. Yeah. Okay. I take Famke. I I like the anger and the fire. Is what I'm saying. That that's what. But I'll but you know what? To, to be fire. honest with you, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of things I wouldn't like to be in a pit of. While I'm doing it, because I'll be doing pit it of barbecued ribs. Dude, I'll tell you right now. Who wouldn't like that? I you could just go. Here's the problem. The, the problem with the barbecue Arm. rib pit is I see you're doing like that. You're biting, but the problem is, is when when you're making sweet sweet love to Malcolm in the Middle's mother, <laughs> there's gonna be juices flowing on stuff, and it's gonna make those ribs intermingle bad. with other. Juices. You've got you've got to you've got to like reach over. To you have a new barbecue sauce, baby. <laughs> By the end of that, you, you have a new barbecue sauce. You've got to reach over. To a portion of the ball, of, of sorry, of the rib, of the rib sandwich patty pit that hasn't been touched yet because you don't want to intermingle that shit. I'm sorry. And, it, and, and here's the thing: it's, it's the probably a sexualism of it. It's getting sexual, <laughs> right? You're like, you know what? I don't care if my juices flow in me and her juices flow. I don't care. We're juicing each other. We're juicing off these. Do you ribs. think it might become painful because of the ingredients of the barbecue sauce? Sure, not for us. A little cayenne, cayenne, like they say down in the New Orleans. I can't. You know what's so funny is we this whole conversation about the rib sandwich meat in the ball pit. Uh, made me forget if we played both of Amanda's or just one of Amanda's. She play, you play both. We did play both. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you did. I'm Rest gonna, assured. Wait, wait, I'm going to check that. Did we play this one already? Oh, um, and just to elaborate, when I said pony porn, uh, no, we didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean hmm. Ponies, like two ponies going at it. Oh. I meant oh. like the animated character, like two girl ponies doing. Uh, oh, dude, it's awful. weird. It's so weird. I can't. I could talk about bronies all day. So the guys are freaking. They're jerking on the on two ponies. That's wild, dude. I 
There's a lot of shit out there. I might join that group. I don't know. Uh, I, I want to investigate. Well, you've got nothing to do on Thursday nights now. That well, I like to just see what's out there. I like to get out in the ether and just, see just what's like happening. Just like my grandpa used to say, you got to try like you got to try everything once. Try it once, see what happens with it. You and don't then, know if you don't like it unless you try it. And then make a, you know, a fucking avatar. And you go, oh, it's old fucking bone pone or whatever, you know. You try it out for a while. They go, yeah, guys, I'm in here for real. I tried it. I enjoy it. I'm here. I'm making avatar. You know what? It's me. I, I hate that I'm going to say this, but I've got to Google that because it's hard for me to believe that that even exists. It's really difficult for me. So I got to Google it. I'll report on it next week. Yeah. Um, GP called in. Oh, GP. Again. Hey, GP, GP again. Uh, old business first. Um, yes. We were organist. Yeah. I liked it. It was okay. I liked it. But I think I would have liked it a lot more uh, if it was just instrumental. Um, no. Not to say that the guy couldn't sing. He had a bad voice. It's just that I thought his singing kind of got in the way of the music. Oh. And no, that's, that's what I thought. Plus, so the, his, his liberal agenda. His liberal agenda might have had Stupid. something to do yeah. with it. Uh, question yeah. up to what uh, horror cliche <laughs> click uh, gimmick that you want to see you get rid of. How about the uh, the false jump scare? Yeah, the guy goes in the mirror, one. he opens up the medicine cabinet, yeah, and the false goes close and everybody's yeah, like, oh, one. there's somebody going to be behind him, and then there's nothing there. And you can Give me a jump it. scare. I'd like so, to see the yeah, jumpers. That's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, I get rid of that. That's, that's, just, that's just stupid. That's just like filler kind of. Try to ramp up the tension and it doesn't really even. Work. I farted. So there's a uh, creator. And you know how I am with the growly voices, man. Um, but you know, I like I like the music. I actually bought uh, terrible certainty back when oh. I was an angry young man. Cool. Um, I you know I like I love the music. Music actually, all right, just that liberal agenda. I mean, it's just agree. It's the lamestream media. Now, Megan, it's, hey, that guy, uh, he speaks to me. Yeah, I love Dave Mustaine. I, mean, I, I love the, the, the vocals. I got to hear it. <laughs> and uh, that, I guess that will be it. So, uh, Nerdy White Guy signing off. Bye. They see me rolling. white <laughs> nerdy. That was beautiful. We had it going there for a minute, by the way. Oh, oh that, was, that was hot. That's the way you end a good rap tune. Well, I am not a huge rap fan, but I'll tell you what. If they did in more songs like that, I would enjoy it much more. If Opeth did a rap album... You'd be on board like well, a hell yes, in the I night. would because let me tell you, it would be the most extravagant. What's his name? Avantgarde, Avantgarde, or what's his Michael name? Michael Ackerfeld. Ackerfeld. <laughs> if he said, "Dude, it's all about the rap with metal," you'd go, "I'm on." And all of a sudden, he'd be like, "Yeah, boy." If Megadeth, if no, no. shut your face, because if listen, Dave Mustaine got on with uh, Ackerfeld. I don't think I could even listen to it because my ears would be filled with jizz. Ted Nugent, Dave Mustaine, Ackerfeld, together, rap album. Do you, by the way, can, I, can I just stop you right there? Do you realize that I'm actually yeah. not that big a fan of uh, Ted Nugent? Like you're the one that brings it up. That was I don't. that was I was kind of making you kind a of funny went off, joke. I know, there. but you kind of went off the reins with that. 
only because. So you don't like no, Ted Nugent no, no. that much. I like Ted Nugent. I love Ted Nugent. I don't like it. his music's okay. Yeah. His music, yeah. Oh, but, you you love Ted Nugent. Yes. His music's okay. But let me tell you something. He had one of the greatest album names of all time. Intensities in 10 Cities. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Not so second amazing, only, but... Uh, second only to the Cradle of Filth album called Bittersweets to Suck You By. S-U-C-C-U-B-I. Yeah, yeah. Like which was amazing. Yeah, uh-huh. I get, you, see, you see what I'm going for there? Uh, yeah, and Great he album is a clever is. guy. He, well, Danny Filth. He might look like a lady, like 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 a crazy Ted Nugent, like Danny Ro- Filth, Ronald McDonald lady. Ted Nugent, Danny Filth. You think they get along? I doubt they get along. First of all, yeah. one like Danny Filth is a, is a, is a, is filthy a Brit. liberal. I don't, well, he Brit probably is because he's from Great Britain. Bastard. And yeah. Ted Nugent's like I'd shoot you with my flaming arrows. Would you pay? I would pay money to see Ted Nugent shoot Danny Filth with a flaming arrow. I would pay money to <laughs> see that. And I and you know what the, the irony there is is I like Cradle of Filth way more than I like Ted Nugent music. I mean, but you're asking the question. I have to say, yes, I would love to see that. Of course, you would love to see that. I don't know who wouldn't love to see that. I am I would be all totally against it, but I would love to see it. Is what I'm it's, saying. It's a car crash. It's like what <laughs> pay per view to see a midget Ronald Mc, Goth Ronald and, McDonald on fire would be amazing. And there's no doubt Ted Nugent would hit the mark. It would oh, be one hell shot. Yes, he would. One flaming arrow yeah, into the heart around. and then blap. I'm just a four if, foot Danny Filth if, would if just would, go. <laughs> boom. I wonder if that would actually kill him. Or I'd rather see like uh, him hit something bigger that has to fall down, like. Uh, you know, one of them big basketball players, seven footer. Can we say? Can we say uh, uh, Dikembe Mutombo? Sure. Because by the way, by the way, let me just mention one thing real quick. You Mutombo, yeah, know, he's like Dikembe Mutombo has the greatest commercial on TV right now. Mm. It's the one where he's walking around in the in the grocery store and people are trying to put stuff in there, like, and he just it. says his he's name. Like, no, no, no. And he walks by and he blocks it and goes, right. "Oh no!" And he does the, the okay, finger. okay. I, I Most think I've seen that amazing commercial ever. I love. I hated Dikembe Mutombo when he played for the Nuggets. Which we call the butt nuggets. The Ted Nuggets? Because, yeah, the Ted Nuggets, uh, because they're over there in uh, Denver. But that's the greatest commercial ever made. Right. Okay. Well, I'm fine with that. Um, I like the commercial where Michael Jackson gets his hair burned. That Pepsi commercial. He's like, ah, I'm on fire. (laughs) Uh, They didn't air that. So you only saw that on MTV behind the scenes. Oh. Uh, B. Tow Truck called in. Oh, the tow. Hi, guys. So, oh, I ain't got much to say this week, really. Oh. Um, actually, I got all kinds of shit to say, but none of it really fucking matters. Does, <laughs> does it ever? What really matters is this question in the episode. Shit, yeah, bro. A horror cliche. Uh, man, you know, I I really wrestled with this one because I thought about it. And it's I, a hard one, apparently. You know, what would horror movies be without those little... Uh, and that's, and that's what it comes down to. to we wouldn't have a movie if people weren't idiots. Just about every slasher flick. That, you know, you're going to have the screaming girl running up the stairs to the top floor. And, I mean, you're going to oh, have those exactly. stupid, But it's, it's almost like endemic. Like, you have to have those stupid little cliches to have your horror movie. Look, you've so, got to have the naked uh, lady in the shower you know, so your ding-dong gets slightly hard. And mulling it over... And uh, I thought, the one that I could really do without, token black guy. Like, why does that dude have to die? 
Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. He's the one white dude with, or one black dude with a bunch of, you know, white, fucking yuppie, preppy, you know, whatever. Because he's not even want to be there in the first place. And how fucked up would it be if there was like 17 black teenagers and one white kid? Would they kill off the one white kid? Would it would it work that way? Let's say there's an urban comedy to or horror. God damn, I'm way off. There's your typical urban horror film where you've got 15 black children and they're all hanging out in the house and they're smoking weed and they're having 15 sex black kids and one white guy in a horror Would movie. The one fucking white kid die? Probably not. What? So I think I can do without token black guy. I mean, if you're gonna have token black guy in the group. I want to see that motherfucker live. I want to see that uh, dude. Because you're white guilt. Go, Damn little white bitch, me and you. We, we I, got, you that I got mine right here. The word token. Anyway, that's what I got for that. I just want to get rid of that you know, in any, any horror movie. Than, uh, All the token. That, no, I get rid of that. I don't have much to, to talk about. Uh, mostly because I've been so damn busy. I don't even think I really got through the entire show. Oh, I, I heard uh, wrong something about Hannity and Nugent. Boy, there's your scary fucking presidential ticket, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> stranglehold is the new. We're going to put you in a stranglehold. Oh, man. That's great. And, and horror cliche, I would have to say. Fuck, there's your. Because they don't really even right like there. each other either. No, this is all for show. Wyoming listeners, I know you're out there. Like, I no, they're not. Go to that guy's house if he fucking paid me. I don't think anybody like Tandy. Even me. Bill O'Reilly's like a there. guy hey, that. Yeah, stop this. He's, stop. This shit. Fuck, maybe I'll... he's not going to Ted. He got, he got cut off, but no. With his no, 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 no. blondie wife with the big no, titties. No, the fake got, titties. She got big fake titties. She's got fake titties to Teddy. He talked about Wyoming. And you know what's funny? Is I look today. We haven't, well, we've gotten, we've gotten about overall, over the career of the Corpse Cast. Uh huh. We've had 77 total. 77. 77 total Wyoming downloads. But the last couple episodes, nada. None. From Wyoming. I like to think of this. Damn, I like Cheney. to think of this. Cheney, who was home. And they should, be, and he should Cheney, be honing his people. Well, in. Ch- Cheney was at home and he was downloading. He did the first few downloads. But then he went back to Washington. He went to Washington, and now his downloads are getting credited to Washington. As long as Dick Cheney's downloading our show, I'm happy. And I don't care what part of the country he's in, because as long as Dick Cheney can hear me, I'm happy. If Cheney can just say, hey, listen, I know, listen, I'm wearing a beautiful black cape. I might shoot you with a a shot. I know you're, you know, you adore my black cape that I wear. Yeah, because every day. But I love it. Let me tell you this. Listen for half the episodes. <laughs> Listen for half of it because you're going to get something good out of it. Yes. Because half of the episode, meaning the hosts, yeah. are good. He's talking to me. Yeah. He's talking to you. Yeah. And he's, he get in there. Do I, whatever you got to do to get, I like his, to, I like get to think, his vote. I like to think that Dick Cheney likes oh. me. I like to think it. I hope so. I, I hope so. I hope I really for do. you that he does like. Because you. if he didn't like me, I don't know what's left for me. In what this world. would you do if if you if 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 next week Dick Cheney called in not to not to push any buttons or to you know but Dick Cheney calls in next week. I think and he'd says, be very. Respectful. I don't like you. 
He'd say hello. Uh, do you first know someone? Would do you call, know what? Do you know what the right? only worst thing they would that would call be? Say, you're that? talking to the ex vice president of the United States. Sure. Are you pre- prepared and a for war this criminal call? and all that. He would. Well, say, no. He would say that because that's what he well, says. He'd say that. he's a war. Well, criminal? he says that. Listen, I'm a conservative. I yeah. can say things like that. It's kind of like how black people can say the n word, right. but white people can't. I'm a conservative. I can say things like that. Oh. But what I'm well, here, here's what I'm saying. That would make me sad, but not as sad as if Kane Roberts called in and oh. said, Mike. You are a piece of shit. Really? Yeah. I I care, uh, but I, I care more about what Kane Roberts. Thinks let me about tell me. you what. That would piss me off because after the heartfelt fucking yeah. letter that I sent to Kane Roberts <laughs> and he to his ra- his website, yeah. KaneRoberts.com, going, and this is what I did. Yeah. I said, "Dear Kane." By the way, you don't type that fast. I've seen you type. No, it's like he goes. He goes, "Dear Kane." Dur, 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 dur. But for okay, time, I said, play. "Dear Kane." Please, it's my friend. He <laughs> loves you so much. I would love, yeah, that's for intern. you to. That's for emphasis. Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. or call our bone phone. Yeah. Here's the phone number. Yeah. Here's the web address. Yeah. Here is the. We love you. Yes, I don't love you. He does. He <laughs> well, didn't. That's do why it. you didn't call in. Well, I didn't say I didn't love him. Well, you just but, said you said that. But I'm saying if that guy called in yeah. and he was to. You know, call you names oh, or that, something. I would uh, say that guy's a bigger turd than I thought he was. He, um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I, here's what because you love Kane. Here's what I think happened. Give us some twisted right I'll, now. Uh, I'm twisted. Yeah. Okay, that's Love you. That's let me tell you. Let me tell enough. you what happened to Kane. By the way, he's been taken over by commie spies. Yeah, commie spies and, and a small fucking paycheck that he's got to. No, no, he doesn't need to worry about a, money ever again. He's with his album nice. Saints and Sinners, with his platinum album Saints and. I don't know if it was platinum. Yeah, no, I, I no. have no idea. But with that, he made so much money off and that. And the big corporate bastards like Warner Brothers get all the money. He no. doesn't get any of no, that. No, no, no. No, that's how it works for normal piece. people. But since Kane Roberts is so amazing, yeah. like Warner Brothers was like, you know what? Let me serve you, Mr. Kane Roberts. Yeah. Let me serve you. Let you get all the money. Okay. I will pay you money to yeah. let me represent. You know what he's doing? He's working at a Bally's yeah, in he's, L.A. He's, now, you know what he's doing right now, don't you? He's, he's like, building. He's building a wall to keep the kaiju out when yeah. he should be in a Jaeger, going out to fight him. Yeah, yeah. That's Pacific that, Rim. That's old Pacific Rim. Yeah, sorry, that I don't know. Stupid. Okay. Um, Beto called back in. He apparently oh. he has a couple more things to say. Well, don't worry. We're winding down. Winding it down. All right. Okay. Well, I guess I was done with that call. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Wyoming people. You know, yeah, you don't Wyoming. Listen to the show. You, I don't care. Yeah, Jackson Hole's amazing, I but the rest of the state shit. can suck my balls. These two wonderful gentlemen. It's pretty much like just fantastic country, things. isn't it? They're like crazy just, people. You ever been to Laramie? Spaces? Yeah, Laramie's uh, the worst Shane, town in the I world. I love you guys. I love you too, Beto. With all my heart. And University of Wyoming. And uh, can't wait. Let me tell you a story about a University of Wyoming. <laughs> okay, I went up there to go see the Brigham Young Cougars. Right to go play right. play some fo- some foosball up there. Right, okay. Went there, dude. Those pieces of shit. That first of all, that's the worst city in the world. It's it's like the worst city that I've ever been to, and I've been to some shits. Okay. Right, you've been to shitty cities. I've been but... to shitty cities. Um, intensities, intense cities. Right, okay. and this is nasty. This is the worst one because it's in the middle of nowhere, and they are just assholes there in Laramie. Right. I'm almost glad that nobody downloads our show. From are Miami. they assholes? 
to you because you're wearing all the the cougar gear. Yeah, maybe. I I like think to think that they could played into anything. It could be or could not. Like you walk in and with it your hat have, on, and it may and have had something to do with the fact that we were beating him by forty points, and I was acting like an asshole, turning around, oh. giving the double flip offs to the rest of the whole oh. thing because I did that. I did that. My oh. my dad was a little upset. They're, they're my, it's funny because my dad was offended. No, no, no. no he no. loves it. No, me he and loves my, the BYU. Oh, of course he does. Me and my dad were up there in Laramie, and I turned around. People were like yelling at us. The game was over. Right. They're your yelling dad's at us like, like, "Oh yeah, you two are." So I turned around and gave him the double flip off, and yeah. my dad was like, "Michael," oh, he know, gave, but he laughed. He gave you the flippy because you were uh, calling him on, or because you did the flippy. No, because I did the flippy birds. He's oh. like, "Oh, Michael, you know you're being stop you're doing being the stop flippy it. You're bird. hilarious, but yeah, you little pig. Yeah, but they're assholes. Getting here. They're, that's what I'm saying. They're assholes. <laughs> but they're but Wyoming's the worst. Uh, Lar- uh, sorry, Laramie's the worst city I've ever been to. Laramie, Wyoming. Yeah, University of Wyoming. Kiss my ass. It's where, uh, again. Yeah, the Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> to do something, I don't even know what, but we'll do something. Yes. Anyway, uh, on that note, you guys, great fucking show as always. Thanks, man. Uh, next episode is 75. <sighs> That's so right. Today's diamond, a big... Uh, the Diamond Anniversary. 75. Yeah. <laughs> 75. Three parts of a dollar. Fuckers. Oh my! And, you, you know uh, you can buy with seventy five cents. Some grandma's cookies for seventy five. Maybe you should do it in the mood. <laughs> no, that'd be kind of cool. That ain't happening. And uh, we'll talk about oh, that. Seventy five uh, is gonna be the first one. Don't do it. Do it from the bubble bath. Or the creator overkill <laughs> thing. I'd love to go see that with you guys. Um, anyway, taters. Sweet dude. Later, tater. They're, are they coming back? I you know what's funny is Allison Chains. Allison Chains is coming. Yeah. Uh, with the uproar festival, is that a thing? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, that's like it's the, in the middle uh, of the week. And my problem is, I'm getting so old now that middle of the week shows don't. Unless I take the day after off, I don't like recoup as like I used to. Yeah, I, I mean, just, I don't piss the freaking bed, but I mean, I don't recoup like I used to. Is what I'm saying. Well, I had an experience. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like we connected, me and Maiden. Like, oh yeah, yes, well, I yeah, was you here. Did. You it was did my first time. With really? with Bruce Dickinson. Oh, okay. So I felt like we connected well, on that. So so you basically Are you gonna piss even without Lane Staley? You're gonna piss your bed no. over Allison Chains? No, the pro- the problem no. is is I just I'm just too old now. You you okay, you talk to like twenty one year old Mike, I am there. Yeah. But this Mike here forty year old? I'm not says, 40, but I'm thirty six. But that's I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Allison. Wait till Chains. you get to forty. That's a real stinker. I can't wait for that. But you know what? We have a treat for all you folks. A treat. A real treat. The Jesus oh. of Utah. Oh. Jesus and Morrissey slaves. Morrissey and slaves. Morrissey. Morrissey and slaves. Here he is. Chris. I can chain you sexy motherfuckers. <laughs> change it up a little. It's been a while since I talked to you. Oh. Sexy fucking beasts. It's... Mr. Morrissey. He's down there where Freddy Krueger is. Yeah, he's in the boiler room right now. I don't know why or where that came from, but you (laughs) can live with it. Pass it on to the people that you love in the day. I'm going to say something about Pacific Rim. It's fucking awesome. The first big drive-in is awesome. I don't care. I'm not going to lie. It was okay. 
big trucks and whatever. Yeah. I had some problems. Like, comfortable, you know. I get like the checking old, uh, my expectations. Ford Explorer out, set up a memory phone oh, bed in the back. Oh, dude, he's talking about the, there and then go the driving. Redwood driving. Double yeah. feature for seven bucks. Get chilies the on the way there. Eat some riblets. Chilies is delicious. Smoke chicken. No, dude. The jalapeno smokehouse burger. Chilies. Miles above where it used to be with the shitty old system. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah, get the kid. Did he just say they have a whole digital system that's way better than it used to be? Oh yeah. That was one of my biggest problems because the movies were so dark. You could barely see the movies and if I was going to a goddamn drive in, I wasn't going to watch the movie. Well I haven't been in years, but I'm telling you, man. But here's it the thing. was like I took I took my I had family. a raging heart on the minute I was handing the guy, yeah. Four bucks, whatever it is. Let's get in there. Dude, I took the family to, to Despicable Me this right. last weekend. We went during a matinee, mm-hmm. and so it was cheap, and it still cost us like almost 40 bucks. And we didn't even get treats because we went out to dinner or lunch first. Right. So it almost cost 40 bucks. But you go to a freaking drive in, that's not costing you 40 bucks. You get two movies, and if it's seven bucks for the whole, not for the whole, for the whole car, family. No, seven it can't bucks a be. carload. No. That's what he just said. Seven bucks. No. Yeah. Really? I'll have to check it out. You go in there. You, you bring all your goodies in. I'm never doing anything in. else again. If that's the case, and I, because you know me, I hate going to the movie theater because I people are a holes, and I, yeah, I but, even at the drive-in, people are a holes, and that's absolutely. true. And you got to weigh that. Well, right, but theater, the, but for drive-in. Despicable Me, it's like uh, I don't care too much about Despicable Me, even though I have this like. Need I can't just let it go when people are being dicks in the theater. I have to do something, and I think that's a problem with me. I think I think that I need to. Uh, if I, I want to make the world a better place, so I need to look at myself and make a change. Yeah, is is what I'm saying. Right. But no, I save. save I could save some cash on that. That might be worth it. Seven miles. You bring a cooler full of rib sandwiches or whatever. <laughs> you could even probably nowadays you could plug a goddamn microphone microwave right into your phone. <sighs> Charge the fucking. Plug it into your, you know, lighter for your sure. fucking uh, truck. Bang. <laughs> Technology is amazing. If it can bring you rib sammies. Amber, Go Sammy, double yeah. now. Of the Conjuring and uh, Pacific Rim. I'd actually go to, I, I do awesome. want to see Conjuring. Love them. So, there's that. Both those movies are fucking great. Cool. Um, it's been a while. I'm listening to your, your cast. Last one right now. I didn't even get to the question of the episode, so I'm gonna pass that up. But I just wanted to tell you guys thanks for everything you do. Oh, and, just uh, tear it up! Yourself. I heard that. Uh-huh. I know I him so well. Yeah, I'm just kind of choked up. You, there. you fucking know that you're my heroes. Oh, sometimes you make my eardrums bleed. <laughs> Sometimes both of you haunt my wet dreams. Oh, wet dreams. <laughs> get it on. You're just both standing there in the corner awkwardly watching. Wow. Yes, you are the blood that's in my peace. So, blood clots in the... I'll take that. Dude, blood... <laughs> you are the blood clots in my pee? No, no. In my dreams? I'd like to think that he said, you are the blood that's in his ween. Because that's how boners are made, you realize. Oh, well, I'll take it either way. Blood, mm, blood clots. I, I would take blood in the peen over blood clots in your pee. Take it oh. any which way, but I'll tell you what. 
That's all right in my book. Oh, he's amazing. Awesome. Thank you for calling. It's been a long time. It's Morrissey of Utah. Jesus of Utah and Morrissey. The Jesus of Utah. I really like that. You know what's funny? The Jesus of Utah, Morrissey and Slaves. Wouldn't it be funny if, if, if he made a t-shirt that said Morrissey and Slaves? I would wear that shit. Oh, I'd wear it too, but Morrissey it's just a slave. t-shirt. Well, right. It's got to fit on a cross, though. That's a good point. It's a lot that, of letters. That That's some logistic shit that I bet you he could figure out, though, is what I'm saying. Well, we got one he is more. Mathematic. He, he is He uses his left brain a lot like I do. Yeah. Uh, we got one more call. Okay. This is from. One more. This, this was a very late comer. Okay. Uh, Dave, a.k.a. Xander, Xander Kane. Hey, Mike and Shane, what the hell's going on Nothing. here? Xander Kane calling in on the bone phone or what I call the bone. the bone phone, my MP3 version. So I uh, it's good enough. Um, Good point. Good job. With great pleasure, I am here to inform you oh. that I am merely one episode away of being fully caught up on the show. Come Which on, means the I will finally be eligible to win some swag on some Ooh. stuff. I'm not gonna ever gonna call you out, Mike, on anything if you thank you because I'm full of shit. Just not the type of guy. That's I'm hey, you're I say a nice person. Shit all the time when he's wrong. Oh well, <laughs> we all we all move on. So I'll try to get in on some of the death scenes. We'll do a death scene this week too. Nobody got the way. last but scene, not, so I'll play that know, again. Whatever. At least now I actually have a chance because I don't listen to it three months after it's been recorded. <laughs> um, can't That's remember what idea. episode it was, but you guys were talking about Midnight Syndicate. Yes. And uh, it would be great if you guys did Midnight Syndicate. I know you guys probably got tons of suggestions, but if you choose to do Midnight Syndicate, I would, I would say do the Carnival Arcane album oh. and team that up. With the Dead Matter movie that Midnight Syndicate did, that way you could have like a whole Midnight Syndicate oh, Midnight shit. Syndicate a show. Deal right Obviously, there. Dead Matter That's and the Carnival Arcane album, which I think both are fantastic and would be. I've never a fun even show. seen Dead Matter. Was um, it Dead Matter? I actually, have a kind of a funny story about Voltaire. Oh. Um, he comes to Dragon Con every year here in Atlanta, oh. and uh, <laughs> one of my friends fucks with him every year <laughs> at his like table. And, you know, he's done a multitude of different things to Voltaire. Voltaire's always kind of taken it in stride and just not really um, done anything. But the dude the dude has a huge following, so it's really quite strange. I mean, I don't really find him terribly entertaining at all. But he always walks around, like, in character, like one of those people from the Renaissance Festival. He right. just, like, walk, walks around with this weird bravado and just... Say hello, my lady! Know, I mean, he's never been mean to me or anything. Just you have a, a just fine a pair of jugs all, I'd all, like to buddy. suck on. Like, now it's gotten to the point, anytime, like, he recognizes my friend coming over there and fuck with him. Like, he'll just go up and ask him questions, or if he's, like, talking to someone, he'll just, like, step right in front of Voltaire and whoever he's talking to. And uh, it's it's just... Just kind of funny, but uh, anyways, that sounds that's like kind of like a turd. Yeah, he kind of abuses uh, Voltaire. No, no, performance. Voltaire sounds uh, like the a crowd turd. actually well, gets really into it. Don't they? Um, Maybe. So, I mean, hey, each other. like you said, the guy's making Voltaire money, has a good a little following, turd so a little bit. whatever. That's uh, that's his thing. And uh, I would also like to say thank you for reintroducing me to the dwarves. <sighs> I remember oh, hearing yeah, them way back, and not way back, you know, probably 2002 ish, maybe. Um, it's over 10 years ago. I remember ago. one of my buddies, Joe, uh, let me listen to some of their stuff, and I, I really dug it, and then just kind of completely forgot about it and never really listened to it again until you guys played that album. And then when I, you got to talking about the other albums, I was like, holy shit, I do know this band, and fucking, fucking awesome to... sauce, man. Thanks oh, yeah. for uh, 
for bringing that to my attention again and uh, so I can know about it. So I'll quit yammering on here, but I just wanted to call and say hello, guys. And you guys keep pumping out the shows, and hopefully I can uh, stay with you. Later, Shane. Later, Mike. Peace. Love it, man. The Xander Man. Awesome. The Xander Man cometh and close out the showeth. He closed out the the voicemails at least, right? Yeah, closed Dude. out the showeth uh, portion of the the voicemaileth stuff. Dude, are you trying to speak like you're at the Renaissance Fair? Kind of, but M- maybe somebody working. ought to mess with you because you're being a douche. Hello, my lady. They do sound douchey as shit, though. Well, and you know, do you got to admit when they're you're like. You're like, you know, I used to I've see never them fight. Been, I, well, I've seen them fight at the park and they it, go through the Sugar whole. Sugarhouse Park, yeah. they do the whole. Yes, I've seen that. How dareth you taketh my ladyeth and uh, what do they call her? What are they? You know, and then he's like, I'll hit you with this rubber sword. Dude, tell you. And then you have to put that arm behind your back and hop cast around. Cast a spell. Like, cast a spell. Wait way, a minute. What, I didn't say cast what, Oh, a it's spell called first. LARPing. LARPing. Yeah. Dude, we used to, when we lived in Sugarhouse, we used to go to Sugarhouse Park on like every Sunday. Dude, there was so many people there doing that. I, and I'm not, it looked, I have to admit, it looked kind of like, I could probably have a good freaking time doing that, man. I'd have a good time doing it, for sure. sure. But you look like a fucking idiot. Well, I, I, I don't. And it's fun to watch, secret. too. Well, because they look like idiots, and then you can feel superior to someone for. Well, yeah, yeah of course. And that would have sit up there and go, dude. You know, because a lot of them are like, they're courting. They're yeah. courting the ladies that are there. They're like, I'm almost <laughs> Let me ask in you her. Something. I'm casting a love spell. And then they get into that game Let me where ask she's you like, something. we cast the love spell. So that means I will have to have sex with him for next week. How intense do you think that they get with those things? Let me, cause I think pretty let intense. Me, let me give you a scenario, okay? Okay. You realize back in the in medieval times when those things were were common. Right. The ladies probably didn't do a whole hell of a lot of uh, scrubby, scrubby, and shavy, shavy. So you you'd like I mean. them just good because there's well, I would, bushy. but but what I'm saying is, is do you think that the ladies who are larping, right, are being true to the time? Oh, absolutely. I would hope so. I would I hope that they are that nasty. I think every hairy, one of them people down there are just true like, to every. I, bit of I hope that you like when you take the when you when you take their uh, what do you call what do you call it their their uh, not their brazier their their bloomers off? Is that is that what it is? Their bloomers? Well, I mean, there's got to be some, like, legitimate. There's some weird word for There's got to be some legitimate, like, hey, guys, I, I didn't make some shit out of fucking corn hay. <laughs> you know, I, I wear underpants. But no, trust me, those dudes nothing. those dudes don't give a shit about pulling off some all, cotton All I'm panties. saying is you, you take off their bloomers. I like to get smacked in the face with the whole essence of the whole nether uh, regions a little bit. Right. <laughs> All right, it's time. We're going in. We're going in. Let's go. That's I would love that. I I think I might start it up. <laughs> Look at your face. Dude. I just uh, <laughs> you like to be smacked in the face with, with the smell of no, the nether regions. No, 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 no. Don't say smell. That's too crass. The essence, essence, essence of the nether region. The smell is just gross. That just you just make it sound cheap and dirty, Shane. Okay. Essence changes. These are everything. ladies. Okay. These are ladies. With, okay. With, well, who, you know, who are being true to themselves. Okay. Right. True to their nature. Yes. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, I'm I'm fine. I'm okay. All right. Here's what we're gonna do now. Even though we have kind of a fun time double, we have a double. We got a double dose of. We Dax. got a double dose of Dax. We're gonna be talking about two albums. 
Right. What's the album that you're talking about? What's it called again? Uh, we only... Uh, no. Uh, to goodnight, we say goodbye. What, what the he has no called? idea. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play... You know what's so funny, too, is Johnny made... The because one... you frazzle my brains I up know, with I'm this sorry. whole bullshit. Uh, with the... No, it's not bullshit. You're still thinking of the essence, is what you're doing. Right yeah. Now. Okay. Now, what, here, we're, we're going gonna, gonna, gonna to dax it out. Here's what we're going to do. Let's we're going to play it. Johnny's... You know, we're going to do a double. We're going to do a double here. We're going to play... Johnny actually made a one minute of Dax Riggs, and he did We Sing of Only Blood and Love. Right. We're going to talk about both albums. Right. And do we have trivia today? We do have trivia. So here's what we're going to do. After, after we talk about these albums, but before trivia... We're going to play one minute of the new album as well. Okay. And then, and I'll put that together and then we will get into trivia and we'll go from there. So to kick this whole thing off, let's start with one minute of We Sing of Only Blood and Love from Dax Riggs. Oh, good. But actually, we're not going to do that. No. Until after we talk about our answers. Right. And the question for next episode. Okay. Okay. So, so, sir, Shaniel. Shaniel Diablo. I don't have an answer. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, to be honest, everything with you, irritates me. Well, <laughs> in horror movies, <laughs> that's why you love it so much, right? Because you love to be irritated. I love you. It. Love Malcolm in the Middle's mom slapping you, giving you pain. Fam key and all of it. I love it. Here, I got There's, there's only I, basically everybody mentioned everything that I had to say except for one thing. Right. I don't like, and this was more. I, I, I don't know if this was. Um, you don't like penises fucking dangling no, down well, in the horror sh- movies. Sh- well, you know what the problem is, too, is you remember the movie I talked about that we made last Saturday? I actually saw Brian Higgins' balls. I actually literally saw his real balls. Really? He did some I am, sex in no, that No, I'm underneath the sink squirting blood up at his face, and he was just wearing was his naked. boxers. No, he's wearing his boxers, oh. and I saw swinging balls, which is a problem for me. He didn't at see- least they're swinging. I, I, That's a surefire sign he's over the age of 12. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If they're but, swinging, that, get out of here, yeah, kid. And, and, I didn't, and they were shorn, too, because he's a single guy now. Yeah. And he even told me that. I said, dude, I freaking saw your balls. He goes, dude, you know, well, he didn't say, he doesn't say dude, because he's, he's Northern Irish, so he doesn't they say things like, no. He said, no. <laughs> no. No, he's like, well, you know, he, he basically said, oh, I am 18. Because they, they talk like, yeah, uh, they talk like pirates yeah. up there. He's like, yeah, we, I shave him because, I you know, he's single. You. He's got a girlfriend and all that whole deal. Oh, so. yeah, dude. But you got to shave that, that That's shot. one problem that I have with horror movies. But the one thing that nobody else mentioned that I hate in horror movies, and this really ha- was big in the 80s. Not so, I don't know if it is so much now because parents don't really... Parents don't really have a big part in a lot of the horror movies now, but back in the day, parents were like turdy. Yeah, oh, they were yeah. like they didn't give a shit about their kids. They were all like missing in action. They were all oh, I don't give a shit. The mother of uh, Nancy in yeah, Fred, in uh, exactly. Nightmare She's on an Elm alcoholic Street. piece of shit. It's like, whatever. And it's like Man. you know what? Let me tell you something. If my daughter comes up to me and says, "Oh, by the way, there's this dream warrior who's trying to kill me." I at least, like, try to... I don't make her feel like a piece of shit. And say, so you're full of shit, you dumb little girl. You know, I right. go and I say, you know, I do what I can 
to 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 try to figure out what's going on. In my head, I'm thinking, well, that doesn't really exist. But why would she say something like that? Let's get to the bottom of this, right? But it, like parents in the '80s didn't give a shit about their kids. It seems like, right? You know, and so that that that's my one here. But we got a great question for next step. But us kids from the '80s, we like to fucking party. Well, we do. And like the parents it. are like, yeah, we like to party. Well, too. maybe we could party so much because those parents were so full of shit. Oh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's good days, the 80s. Well, I I miss them, but I, was, I wasn't very old in the 80s. But anyway, uh, question for next episode. Are you guys ready for this? Yes, I am. We, all as horror fans, like to think of ourselves as pretty savvy. You know, we're like, oh my gosh, I would not run upstairs when a right. slasher's out to kill me. Right. Okay. You know, I would not fall into these tropes that happen. You know, I would not do that. Um, but let me, here's the question of the episode. It's kind of a double zinger right here. Um, you know, double zower, double, is that a word? Well, well I don't I even know that zingers. It's a zow. Um, and you know, we think we would survive a horror movie, but nobody's perfect. Right. Nobody is. Which horror movie, if it starred you, would you have definitely been a victim in? Oh, that's good. And the double zinger is which horror movie, if it starred you, would you have definitely survived? Oh, there you go. Uh, the bone phone is. I always do that. Yeah, you're. But you're always amazed. It's very pleasurable when you give those out. It's (laughs) very pleasurable. Well, these are for you too, son. So you well, need know, to come up with well, which them. one would you die and which one would you live? The bone phone number three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Now we're gonna play one minute of Dax Riggs. How's that? Oh, good. Shut up! 
wish the king was dead How we walked upon the tombs down at the carnival I'm a black clown in this prison rodeo Starting like a dog and in hope and the moon explodes Open the moon explodes Let me Riggs from Huma. Yahuma. Isn't that a Louisiana. delicious Greek dish? Or, oh, no, that's hummus. Sorry. I got all mixed up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hummus is delicious as shit, though. It's made out of garbanzo beans. Garbanzo beans. Who doesn't like a fucking good garbanzo An beans? asshole. That's who. An asshole. That's what I'm talking about. Most well known for formally fronting, and that's fancy talk for singing yeah. for a band. Because that's who you look at. You know, let me tell you something. If you're talking about, uh, you know, Peter Steele, or who's who, some asshole. Dude, David Lee Roth. a new band. David Lee Roth. Formerly fronting. For, yeah. Van Halen. But you know what? He was probably the least talented in that, but he's the most recognized because I love that mother effer. Oh, yeah. He was good, oh. dude. You can't. No, no, no. Can't he cut. was a performer. I'm not. Dude, how can he you is even a look at me and tell me, and, and look at me and think But that he was I, a good singer, too. But the thing is, he was the least talented out the of guy, everyone else, except for me. Least, well, if you're talking David Lee Roth, yeah. dude. Yeah. Listen to every Van Halen album. There's no substance to the lyrics. <laughs> I know. But, man, no, no, no. it rocks my balls off. By the, first of all, that's disturbing. And second of all, I've got something for you that will change your mind. Okay. Well, uh, whatever. It's getting a little bit hot. Uh, we're talking. Uh, I can yeah. barely see the Who road. Who doesn't love that? You don't love that? Coming. I freaking love that. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, Very overall, his lyrics were basically but, pretty... Uh, I want to do some big, fake, breasted, blonde yeah. women. You know, By the way, that's whatever. a new song. Um, okay, let's get back to the fucking thing at hand. Sorry. Big hand. Sorry. Big, big, big fucking punch in the face when you get ready to leave. Wow. Yeah, you like to punch me. <laughs> uh, he was... Dax Riggs, my friend, was in a band called Agents of Oblivion. Yes. He was also in Dead Boy and the Elephant Man, which is the greatest fucking band name ever. Wait a second. Are they talking about the Elephant Man or just some random Elephant Man? They're talking about the... the dude, get deep, man. I'm talking get about... deep is inside this like yourself. Lynch? Is this Lynch's Elephant Man? The Elephant Man's. Oh, Men's. So there's more than With one. a Z. No. no, they don't have that, but they should. Sure. Maybe the next band that rips Dax Riggs off yeah. will be called the uh, Dead Boy and the Elephant Men's. <laughs> it's um, raining Elephant Men's. He began releasing under his name. Oh, shit. Okay, here's the situation, people. Yeah. We've got a conundrum. Yes, because we I do. listen to one album. Yes. You listen to one album. So yes. I'm going to give out the delicious treats to where you can find this young man, sure. and then we're going to take it from there. And well, and let gonna... me tell you something, too. I have all the delicious treats for the different album. Okay. DaxRiggs.myshopify, not Spotify, That's but amazing. Shopify.com right. is where you can find the band. Like him on Facebook and Last FM. Dax Riggs albums, besides Acid Bath, are on Spotify. You right. can find all of Dax Riggs stuff on there. This is his third, well, the album that I listened to was the third official album, <laughs> and uh, he now lives in Austin. Why would, yeah, okay. And it's still uh, the South. He's, he's, got a, he's got a couple live albums. Uh, he's got one from uh, Lollapalooza. He, by the way, you know that in, that in that album, he calls out my man from Wyoming. He calls out uh, Dick Cheney in that one. Oh, does he say, what does he say <laughs> he about says, it? He says, it this was, is about uh, Dick Cheney. No, You're a fucking dick. No, no he says, uh, uh, what was it, Radiation Blues? He goes, this song's about the war criminals right now who are in power. He says that. And, of course, back in the day, it was, oh, it was right Bush there. and, uh, and, and uh, yeah. Cheney. And we got a whole new set of world war criminals. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, it's 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 timely. I like no, that. I'm just saying, how does Dick uh, Cheney and also, keep coming up on this podcast? It's amazing. Dude, him and his cape, I'm telling you, dude. He is <laughs> He's a Sith simple. Lord. I get it. That's funny. Um, well, I listened to the album called Dax Riggs, Say Goodnight to the World, released right. August 2010. There's 10 tracks. It's 35 minutes, 20 seconds. Quote, Say Goodnight to the World is a reference to the way magicians describe dreaming. Oh. They look at it as if they are actually going into another dimension. It's like they're saying goodnight to reality and hello to another reality. And we can't perceive. It's about getting into a different state of mind and seeing things differently. It's kind of like that time you ate music, that piece of shrooms on it. Music alters your state. It does. Ow. The genres for um, Dax is, I would say, overall, what I listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the album you've listened to and yeah. what I've listened to. Which the album I listened to is called We Sing of Only Blood or Love. Blues rock, indie rock, stoner, slightly heavy sounding right. metal. Right. Uh, I don't know if that really I think I wonder if that's more his earlier stuff with Acid Bath. Yeah, totally. Which I haven't got into yet, to be honest with you. 
Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I think if I'm if I'm literally thinking about this guy, well, I like the first time that I listened to the music, uh-huh. and it applies to what I listened to just in our brief break. Right. I would say it's kind of fans of Nick Cave, Tom Waits, The Doors, maybe even kind of Floyd, Sid right. Barrett. Oh, of uh, of Floyd. Pink Floyd. Right. Before, when he was kind of, dude, those are some great albums, but they're Argy. strange as shit. Right. But I would say fans of that would kind of enjoy this I fucking agree. stuff. That's a, I didn't He's think that, been yeah. called Voodoo Country, and oh. I kind of like the sounds of that. I do, too. And you know, that makes sense, especially with the album you're talking about that came out in 2010. Um, it's funny because, I mean, here's the thing. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Do we do full disclosure? I, to be honest with you, I didn't know the difference between Dax Riggs and Mike Riggs, who was the base. What was he? The basis for Rob Zombie, and he did the scum. Oh of yeah, the yeah, Earth yeah. yeah. He did you know, uh, the yeah the uh, scum of the. So I was like, I Earth. don't know what the difference. I I thought I mixed the two guys up, but I couldn't be. I couldn't have been more wrong. I listened to the, the I keep forgetting the name of the album which is which is the one you're talking about I'm talking about Say Goodnight to the World This album okay so I'm listening to this album and let me just kind of give you an overview And you listen to Love and Lo- yeah, for Love Yeah we sing of only love and why well, but here's the thing I listened to both and I listened to both quite a few times mm-hmm. and there's the, these two albums actually are very very different but let's start with with uh, Say Goodnight to the World This is kind of a I don't. I don't know if you would call it kind of a goth. I don't. I mean, but it would. I, I think it would fit in kind of a a dark, in a more depressing, more of a moody, uh, more of a layered sound, you know, type of a deal. Because I mean, am, am I wrong when I say quote? Oh, from the man himself. Oh shit. We recorded "Say Goodnight to the World" at home with no adult supervision. Yeah. It was put together very organically. And it was really comfortable at home at a home recording. Mm-hmm. I think that it came out. The songs really feel like living things. Yeah, so, sure. So it's like uh, I would say that what this guy does. If we're breaking down what you listen to and yeah. what I listen, well, I listen to, to both. I would say this guy. It's it's atmospheric. Yeah, it's. Um, depressing depressing it's dark it's moody oh absolutely layered it, it, it layered i it, I, I think it's it, they they layer it with atmosphere and like uh love and blood i think it's less layered as yes, i agree I compared totally agree. to this the the latest album that he put out but i'm telling you man the guy is like he's he's got something to say his sure. heroes are like jim morrison sid barrett right and uh, he's got a, a feeling going on yeah. that is different than what other people or like what you would regularly hear. So l- you mind if I take a minute to talk about they sing, we sing of only, uh, sorry, uh, we sing of only blood or love for a minute? Absolutely. Go. Uh, this, this one came out in 2006. And it's funny because this album is so much different. When, when, did, the, when did the other album come out? 2012. So, okay. So 2012. This is a 2006 album. Um, and it, to me, it was completely different. 2010, sorry. Oh, sorry. 2010. The running time was 38 minutes. Um, and it was a lot different. Um, it didn't seem quite, well, well, here, here's the thing. The music itself didn't seem quite as dark and quite as moody, but the, I think the subject matter of the songs were as, uh, dark and as moody as is, you know, 
this, you know, the other album as well. Um, this kind of reminds me of, this, uh, you know, they uh, we sing of only blood and love. Kind of reminds me of a singer songwriter sound from the '90s. Do you remember like well, there was a lot of fuzzy guitar, but it was still pretty mellow. Um, the kind of flashes of Alice in Chains and even Marcy Playground, you know, with the with the whole, you know, mellow right. type of type of whatever. Um, but the, but I mean, I'm not saying they sound like those. Uh, be, uh but the the music is emotional. It's passionate, and dare I even say deep. And I and I, as I was telling you out on our break. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna embarrass myself with this album. Okay. I'm gonna. Emba- I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, people, but I've just got to say it. This the mixture of the music is uh, it kind of mixes the likes of Allison Chains and Nick Drake or Terry Reed. You know, uh, you know, just kind of the the indie rocker. Uh, you know, uh, but with a little bit of fuzz. You remember in the '90s how they used to play songs that would seem totally natural, clean, or even acoustic, right? But they put that little bit of fuzz on it. You know, okay. and they and they would just. You don't know what I'm talking no, about. I'm, I'm lost. Well, kind but... of like you know, I'm not talking Allison Chains like facelift, and I'm not really even talking about like, uh, um, uh, what? Uh, I'm not even talking about dirt necessarily. A little bit of dirt. But they're but Allison Chain's self titled album, uh, they have a song. What does it have to be this way? Nothing. No. No, you don't. Even, you don't even know what I'm talking about. It's it's kind of in that same vibe. Um, right. and, you know, and I don't want to liken um, Dax Riggs' voice to Lane Staley because Lane Staley was uh, was a unique. I mean, there's nobody that sounds like Dax. Uh, or sorry, the Lane Staley. But there's nobody that to me that sounds like Dax Riggs either. And it seems like this album, we sing of only blood and love. Uh, uh, it seems like he's kind of uh, putting himself out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. He seems like super vulnerable, like it's he's opening up his. Uh, hey, here I am. Yeah, that's and, what good music does. Well, is well, and the thing you've is, got to be able to absolutely. Uh, you've got to be able to identify. Well, and it's like, and I think that he does this, and we sing of only blood or love more than he even does it on the album that you, that you listen to. Uh, that one, I think, was maybe a little bit safer. I mean, I, like I said, oh, I disagree. Totally. Well, okay, well, let me let me finish. Let me finish okay. here because on and I listened to that album. That album was more the music was good, but he didn't seem quite as vulnerable to me as he did on this album. Okay, he seemed to be like, by the way, here is what I am. Here's what I have to offer. Here is my deepest, darkest emotions, and I'm singing these songs, and I've got this this unique voice, um, and I'm just basically letting it all out there. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but don't hurt me, kind of type of thing. He's he's he's, sure. he's letting stuff out there with with the with the newer album, and it was and don't get me wrong, I love the newer album, right. and, but it was just a little bit different where it seemed like he had kind of a vibe going, and he wanted to keep that vibe. You know, throughout the whole thing, it's oh, we're 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 gonna be dark and we're gonna be whatever. And I loved both albums, but this, but we sing of only blood or love. This album, for some reason, really kind of made me. I, I started listening to it and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty good stuff. You know, this is pretty some good indie rock, some rock. You know, some fuzzy stuff, some singer songwriter stuff. But the more I listened to it, the more I felt like. I, I, it's like when you, when there's a great movie you watch and you keep getting different things from it every time you listen to it. Sure. It's like, it's kind of like that. And I almost feel like he, on, on this album, on We Sing of Only Blood or Love, it seems like he was really 
putting himself out there. And the more I listened to it, the more I felt like I could connect with him. And that's what's so embarrassing for me. You know what he reminded me of? Uh-huh. You know, so what was embarrassing? Just well, that you well, it's, it's with embarrassing him, that that this. To be honest with you, this we sing of only blood or love was a super emotional album for me. Okay. It didn't bring me like tears or anything like that. But but you felt it down in your I bones. Real, I did. Embarrassing or well, it's it's kind of. I mean, it's a little bit embarrassing because it's just like I don't. I'm just so amazed with the way that he was able to get inside my head, listening to it, and make me. Um, kind of feel what he's feeling, and that's what's embarrassing because that's isn't that weird to say? I don't think so. I well, mean, the, if you the, find music that touches you, you go hell yeah, well, I embrace it. Right. You go, but but I, I maybe he's break. Maybe Dax Riggs broke you out of a, a an eggshell. Maybe he did. You know, and I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't. That's that's what I'm embarrassed about because this kind of broke me down a bit. As broke I'm you down to this. It broke, broke your eggshell. As I'm listening to it, I'm like. I'm listening to this going, I don't know what is going on, but he is making me feel I don't things. know what's going on inside me. Yeah. He's making me feel things that I don't normally like I'm at that work. I can control I, this. I'm doing some genius on the but keyboard. Now, but now this guy yeah. that I don't know is taking me out of my element. And, and it was a, it was kind of a strange experience for me and it was it got me a little it, it kind of made me a little bit emotional not necessarily cuz the songs are sad but cuz it's like how did this guy get in here and how did he do that? how did he make me yeah. feel like this? Right. You know, and that's what's embarrassing to me because it seems cheese dick, right? Does it seem no, cheese? It seems cheesesteak to me to talk about. It. it doesn't seem like when I'm listening to it and he's connecting, but right. when I talk about it, it seems cheesesteak to me. Oh, that's oddly. That's really strange. It, well, I it, mean, when you hear good music, you go, "Man, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you what's happening." Well, his vulnerability in this on this album made me feel like I should. I I want to come out and I want to be. I want to share my vulnerabilities. Well, that's a good that, thing. Well, is it? Is it? Because I was even talking to my wife. I'm like, I don't know what it is about this guy. I don't know what it is about this album, but it makes me almost reflective. It makes me even with know, all that Dick Cheney stuff. You're like, well, man, the, I love this motherfucker. Well, do you, the, do you like him better than Ted Nugent? Dude, I don't really like either guy. That's all. That's all shtick, dude. I'm talking serious here. Well, here's let, let me just say a little Go, bit about it. Please do. I found an absolute new hero in my book. Listen up. Okay. Because I'll tell you what. I listened to Say Goodnight to the World, yeah. and I went, I need to investigate everything this right. guy has done. I did the same because thing. Because he is a fucking talented guy. There's no doubt. It's a, it, I listened to Johnny's podcast, and he was talking about how he saw him live, right? And he was hitting high notes that he doesn't even do on the album, right? And I'm listening to that album, and I'm going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, this guy is absolute talent. I totally that agree. I did not know existed. It's, I am. How do we not? How do we who kind of think of ourselves as savvy music lovers? How did we not know about this guy? Yeah. It was amazing, man. When I'm listening to this, it was just like the first thing that clicked off was the first song started, Say Goodnight to the World, and I went, holy shit, I need to go find everything this guy's done. Let me be your cigarette. I hear Satan. 
yep. and sleeping with the witch. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sold. Yeah. I'm giving this the high bone saw. Whoa. Quote. Whoa. Quote. On this album, it oh doesn't it doesn't apply to right. you, what you listen to. Okay. I Quote. Listen to if Say Goodnight to the World were a movie, what would it be? Quote, maybe a lost David Lynch film uh-huh. with cannibals or maybe even ghosts. Dude, that, that and doesn't I listened to that. Album. I listened to that album and I said, this could be the soundtrack for Lords of Salem. Perfect. Dude, let me tell you something. You don't know how happy it makes me that you liked it that much. Because after I listened to We Sing of Only Blood or Love, I am giving that the bone saw only because of how it it kind of broke me down. Dude. And it made me love it. I did not know that. I thought Dax Riggs was the guy, the singer for Offspring doing solo shit. Oh. Until I listened to it and I went, that's not the same no. dude. No, it, it, you Johnny know, Krug brought that, but dude, I got to give it the bone because and I'm and I'm talking about this dude. I will fucking reinvestigate. Not only will I, and I've heard a little bit of I'm Agents so of Oblivion you feel like that, and I've heard a little bit of Acid Bath, uh-huh. but this shit right here makes me go. I need to know everything about this dude. I'm talking Mike Patton style. I agree. Like, I need Agreed. to know everything this guy does. You know what the irony, fucking the irony of this whole thing is? Here's this guy who I've never really gotten uh, who who not really I've never gotten into before. I don't know who this guy is. I never experienced uh, Agents of Oblivion or Acid Bath or anything like that. And this is actually the first kind of uh, exposure that I've had to him. And I listened to these two albums, and I'm sitting here listening to it going. I feel bad that I haven't yeah. gone back that, that this has not been a part of my life forever because there there have been times in my life where this could have really helped me. Let out. me be your cigarette or sleeping with the witch. Amazing. And I went, I'm out. I fucking love this dude. I'm really glad you think that. He is absolutely fantastic and I will get everything that guy does. I really I was really worried because I listened to this and I listened, you know, we sing of only blood or love, and that's that's the main one I listened to. But I remember thinking, I don't, I cannot believe what a connection that this is making to me. I cannot believe how much that this, you know, there. I mean, I wasn't feeling ashamed, but I'm I'm shocked that I'm like, how have I never heard of this guy? This guy's been around forever. But the connection it made to me, I thought it was going to be embarrassing for me to kind of fawn all over him. I was going to come out here and I was going to say, I hate. I, and I was going to say, what are you, homo? No, you were, you know, well, no, maybe. That's my answer to that. You claim. might be a homosexual. No, well, yeah, but the thing is, is, I mean, this, I mean, I've said it before. This broke me down. This hit me oh, on a yeah, level dude. that most, that, that, that 99% of the music I listen to doesn't do. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're talking about bands that I love. We're talking about bands that I've loved for years and years and years. They don't break me down like this. That dude is a talented dude yes. that should be more recognized, it's amazing. more well-known, and more appreciated. And I'm, uh, dude, hey, I'm in the dark, too. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. This guy is my new hero. Well, cool. I will check out everything that guy's got to do because th- those albums and the so- even the songs that I heard right. last minute here right. with our whole conundrum, dude... It's like the guy is golden boy. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, is after hearing Johnny talk about how, you know, he went and saw him and he was the most humble dude and he was super cool about it. 
You know, he played a free show in Tulsa, and that's what Johnny went and saw. A free show. Can you imagine that? I mean, obviously, I assume that they paid him for his time and whatever. Sure. But he went there, and he, he played a, a free show that Johnny got to go check out with his lady friend, Shelly, who we all love If you love, love horror movies, I will say get on Spotify and listen to a song called Sleeping with the Witch. Right. And just go, wow. Yeah, agreed. And hey, I'm not I'm not trying to connect him with horror movies. No. I'm just saying I listen to that album and I go, that is the soundtrack to Lords of Salem. I totally agree with you. And it stands alone on its own. But I'm just going, man, this motherfucker is atmospheric. I, I creepy, cannot tell you how dark. happy I am. I don't voodoo, feel like such a dick. Voodoo. Shit. It sounds so good. It sounds and the dude, super emotional when i hear johnny fucking saying that he saw him live and he was hitting high notes and shit that he doesn't even hit on the album yeah and this guy has an amazing range he does it's like god i wish i was there no that motherfucker is never coming here well maybe let's hope let's hope he comes on a weekend though all right how about a how about a sweet treat here oh dear how about a brain buster for you by the way ghost and dax Riggs come together oh oh let me tell you something. Salt Lake City, never going to happen. But. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and say the three bands that we've done on this on this show right. that have really hit me hard, the other, the yeah. others, uh, Ghost, Ghost and Dax Riggs, yeah. they, I put them all, I, I, I have Heartbreak, to say. Dude, his version of Heartbreak Hotel on Say Goodnight to the World, right. the best version of that song I've ever heard in my life. Right. It's a, he it's does the stuff. best version of Heartbreak Hotel I've ever how, heard. How have we never heard Period. this guy? How how have how has he been? He's been around since we were in junior freaking high. Uh, how I mean, because he, he was in junior high. At 14 you can't years old. have your head in the game on everything, can you? No, that's true. You try, but, I, but you just got to take it. And, well, and also, Johnny Krug gave us that communion. Let me say one thing, though. Let me say one thing, though. I don't know if 21-year-old Mike is ready for the heaviness, the weight of Dak Riggs. I don't know if he's like if he's experienced sure. enough to not, understand not, not what... Not 2000, Mike. No, well, People equal shit. Well, yeah, 2000, Mike would have no. said, this person equals shit. But the thing no. is, is you grow, you understand hurt, you understand pain, you understand what he's talking about. Yeah. Life ain't a freaking box of chocolates. I'm sorry, Yeah. Uh, whatever your name is, Tom Hanks, you know, I'm sorry. It's a piece of shit sometimes. Right, sure. And you've got to go through that, I think, to become a good, you know, level-headed, equalized person. You've got to go through the strides and tries. Yes. And the trides and tribulations. And that's what I'm saying. And the slaps in the mouth and the, yes, you can access my vagina tonight (laughs) to get to where you're at. And what I'm saying is, is maybe before Mike got, Mike got kicked in the balls to say life is hard as shit. Maybe he might, maybe Mike doesn't appreciate this, Yeah. but now Mike now who's been through life and you know, I'm not saying I like I'm from the streets or anything. I'm just saying I've, I've seen a thing or two people. Yeah. In this guy, you've seen a man die. Oh, well, I, I don't remember that, but well, die on stage. Well, Brian Higgins. Oh, I didn't say that. No, I I was balls too, but whatever. Um, (laughs) no, 
I give it, I give it, I, you know, to be honest with you, I love both of these albums. I didn't want to come out and embarrass myself and just, and just be so happy for Dax Riggs, but I cannot believe how much this spoke to me. Yeah. And I'm, and I feel it like, does. I feel like I'm, because of how vulnerable he sounded on these albums, I feel like I can, I can cue up Vaughn right now going, really? Yeah. He, you motherfuckers. He, he thinks we're right. assholes right now. But all I'm saying is this made me. I think Vaughn will love it too. This made me think, you know what? I feel comfortable opening up and I feel comfortable telling you. Open the this. gates. Give it some listens. Um, I, you know, and, and to be honest, I, I kind of think that uh, especially we sing of only blood or love is kind of like a, a Black Crows type of thing. The oh. first couple times I listened to Black Crows, I thought it was good. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We got some old home blues, rock, you know, it's okay. But the more I listened to it, the more I, you know, the kind of more of the things I picked up. And now, now I'm, uh, it's, I'm a huge fan of the Black Crows. And, but I will say that even though Dax has kind of that same vibe and whatever, I listen to it over and over and it, and it, it, it means different things to me depending on my mood. And I've only listened to it for a week. And it's really hit me in a bunch of ways. That's well, I would slightly disagree with the Black Crows reference. Well, I, I don't Black think Crows. they even have anything to do with well, it. No, but no, I will no. Say, I'm just saying that you that, that to me with the Black Crows, you've got to listen to them more than once. You've got, and, uh, and I agree. and that's what I'm saying. the The dude is good. The uh, dude is great, and the dude's been doing it for a while. Yeah. This isn't his first rodeo, as we say. <laughs>
I've got some trivia. Would you like to get into that? Of course I would love to get into that. Okay. Let me ask you, son. Okay, let's hear it. Are you familiar with the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Um, are you saying yes? I hope so. Do you know what that is? Six Absolutely. degrees of Kevin Bacon. What is it? Basically, it is you for any person or any movie, within six degrees, you can associate anybody or any movie with Kevin Bacon. Uh-huh. We used to do, on the old cadaver lab, we used to do Six Degrees of Bruce Campbell. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I am, I am ultimately familiar with that. All Let's right. go. Listen up here, baby blue. We're doing Six Degrees of Dax Riggs. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. Man, you got to bear with me because I really had to... Uh, Dig deep? Investigate. <laughs> Columbanize. Oh. I had to really get in there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for your. I don't work. like doing that. I know it's. I hard. like it easy peasy lemon squeezy. I like it too because now before those. we did vamp. Yes, I did the quiz. Okay. Okay. After that, I was like, "Oh, clowns! I could totally <laughs> do clowns," but I didn't. So okay. here we go. All right, let's go. Number one. Number one. Dax Riggs played in acid bath with guitarist. Sammy Pierre Duet, who formed a little band called Goat Whore. Oh. Between 1998 and 2002, 
he played guitar in a badass sludge metal band called Crowbar. Oh! With Kirk Weinstein. Was that the a bald big, guy with the beard? Burly, bald, yes. bearded lead singer. I love that guy. Who in 1992 formed a band called Down with Phil Anselmo. Yes! And Pepper Keenan, who was the guitarist lead singer for Corrosion of Conformity. Turn up! Nice, dude. That was wow, I did that not is know that, by the way. No, I mean, I knew it. Really? That's awesome. That's yeah. This is all good news to me. Because, by the way, I love the tubby bald guys with beards. Yeah. I feel like I fit in with those. He being... looks like he's lost weight, too. I was uh, oh, investigating bummer. him. And bummer. He, he looks like he's lost weight, slendered up, kind of uh. maybe bench press and something. Oh, bummer. You know? Okay. Doing some roly polies. Oh, good for him, but that's too bad. All right. Now, they kind of go off the hinges here. You know, I oh, mean, it's shit. like it was hard for me to do this. This is like Columbo. Okay. Of course. You did some work. Dax Riggs worked directly with this guy because the person in question was in charge of audio production producer for the official Dax Riggs release. We only sing of blood or love. The man in question, dressed in dirty white, exploded on the scene in 2001, and his high-energy rock proclaimed, I love New York City, she is beautiful, and I get wet. Andrew W.K. Turn up the radio! That's right, Andrew W.K. produced that album. I did not know that. And that dude is busy all over town, dude. He's worked with a shit ton of By people. the way, isn't he now like a, 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 a inspirational speaker and all that stuff? Doesn't he go I, I around? I don't know. I think he, he does. He should be. I think he goes around and says, you know what, kids? Just be positive. And Just get whipped. Yes. He's a badass pianist. Do you ever heard that motherfucker play? No. Really? He's a talented mofo, huh? Number three. Here we go. Dax Riggs. Worked with Spike Cassidy while on acid bath on their first official release. I don't know what that Pike was. Pike Spike was the engineer mm-hmm. for when the kite strings pop. Okay. But any thrash punk fan should know this guy is a seminal producer that worked with many bands, including DRI. The legendary band we are looking for that he worked with. Oh man, where's my goddamn notes on this? I had I had I had the tunes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let's let's try this again. Spy Cassidy. He was the engineer for When the Kite Strings Pop. Right. DRI, he worked with another legendary band. Yes. And all of my songs are gone that I was going to give to you. (laughs) So I'm going to... uh, Try to get them from memory? I'm going to say... uh, He's dying. I can't give you that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Legendary band we are looking for with him on only one album called Undisputed Attitude. Can you get it from that? No. Undisputed attitude. I have no. Um, what year? What year? Give me the year. 
2001, you said? No, 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 no. It, it's way back. Oh. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, Mr. Freeze. Oh. I'm, I, this is all coming from memory. Okay. Mr. Freeze was yeah. on it. Um, I Hate You was on it. Um, huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seminal heavy metal band. Oh, Mr. Freeze. I hate you. Oh. Um, maybe an undisputed. No, there wasn't an undisputed attitude. <laughs> ah, if I, if I, I'm going to, I'm going to go the one bone. Give me the bone because your notes shit on you. You can't help it. Just give it to me. They did an amazing. Okay. I'll give you this. They did an amazing version of Inagata DeVita. Mr. Freeze, I hate you. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. God is that. dead. God is dead. Dude. Spike Cassidy. <laughs> you're, you're keep giving me Working some, with DRI. You're giving me some bones here. Give me a Undisputed the- attitude. Dude. Undisputed uh, attitude. Oh. The only Less than is- zero. And I got it a Vita, baby. What? Uh, the- I can only think of like those old New York kind of hardcore type of bands. Like, oh God, what's you know? up? So I'm maybe way off I'm here. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you don't need to taking like, the deuce. I'm taking the deuce. You don't need. Man, to, I was trying to. I had a what bunch of hints. What was it? Slayer. Oh shit! Undisputed attitude, Mister Freeze. I feel. I feel ashamed. Ugh. Okay, so I'm two That's and one. Fine. We're okay. two and one. Here we go. Previously, I mentioned Spike Cassidy, who worked oh, with a ton of bands, including DRI, Slayer, and a band called Nasty Savage. On their self-titled album, the final track on the album, End of Time, was composed by the god of all things badass, including fishnet t-shirts, chicken sacrifice, H.R. Geiger art, New Jersey horror punk, and his own solo career. No one can write a song about mother and really get away with it. Who is that? Let's see. By the way, I've been listening to, uh, what was it called? How the Gods Kill? Like yeah. a lot lately. Because I just had to be... All I'm saying is we had... We, what, what happened? Did we do? What was that called? Uh uh, with the one, all I know is the one with his chest. Lucifuge. Lucifuge. We have, you know, he has his hairy chest. Blum, there. Blum, By the way, blum, it's dancing. Let's get this out. Turn up. But let me just say one thing real quick. Yeah. That I listened to How the Gods Kill and even, oh, Red, Red Death, Red so Sabbath. The I, Gods Kill. All I'm saying is, is he's pretty mother effing great yeah he's fucking i feel like i missed out again this is one of those things (laughs) i listen to death is it it death red sabbath is is that what it's called red death sabbath i can't remember Uh, but his newest one i've been listening to it at work like it's my job dude and i'm just sitting here thinking where he's carrying that little where he's walking around with that little uh coffin on the on the string oh my god that's horrible i'm just like oh my gosh how have i missed out on this mother effort i love him hr geiger good for you midget danzig thank you he's kind of a midget right so you're good you're three and one i'm three and one all right, uh, let's go. Let's go for this last one. All right, let's do it. Dax Riggs was the gu- guitarist singer for Dead Boy and the, the Elephant, Elephant Man. Man. 
they released one album called We Are Night Sky. Occasionally, live, the band was known for playing a few Covers? cover songs. Oh, cool. One of Dax Riggs' favorite songs to play was a song called Dead Flowers that was also played live and recorded by this amazing, legendary, seminal horror punk band. Die, Monster, Die. Turn up the radio. Hey, you can. Dead flowers. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, by the way, that's one of my favorite. I listen to like. You can listen to that right now on Spotify. Yeah. Dude, by the way. Fall to your knees. I just want to say something real quick. I listened to the whole uh, Rolling Stones version of Dead Flowers. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And it's good. It is good. But they it, are fantastic. It wasn't as it's amazing fucking as Die Monster Die's version of that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, that was on Fall to Your Knees, right? That, well, Fall to Your Knees, That's on yes. Fall to Your Knees. It's funny because I have to, I, I, I'm going to confess something. Every episode I have to confess one thing. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm a decent sized Rolling Stones fan. I mean, I get into their whole paint it black and oh, and, and brown sugar, and I have a, I, even on Spotify I have a best of Rolling Stones uh, playlist that I play from time to time, and it's got Angie and Wild Horses and oh yeah and Sound and, 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 and but I did not know the Dead Flowers was their tune until after I heard Die Monster Dies. Oh hell yeah, yeah, no shit. So, Love that shit. Dude, uh, I, I, and, and people, can I mention one thing? You heard the world premiere yeah. of Pearls for Daddy. Pearls for Daddy. I hope to get some freaking calls about that, okay? Just so you know, I, I want to get some yeah. calls from that. But this album is, I I don't, I just it's don't. It's a dirty bird. All I'm saying is, and I've said it's this It's a nasty before, bastard. I'll say it again. I'm sitting in here in your apartment right now recording this. Mm-hmm. How are you not a millionaire for your amazing work? Well, you know, I ask myself that every day. <laughs> you know what? But I, I am I am not shitting you. I you know what? I even okay, can I can I confess something else? Oh my god, and two I know, in one show. And I know you told me never to let anybody listen to or so you're like you sent me the album. You're like, hey Mike, don't let anybody I sent else you the album and I sent a couple other uh very secretly people yeah. the album. It, but, true but true with what I believe that uh, really, 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 really like it. Sure. But you but you also sent it with this, hey Mike, don't tell anybody about it. Don't this. tell. I ha- I let one person at work listen to it. Oh. And he looked at me and said, you sick bastard. No, I did. But it, 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 he and, did? Did he say, it, you, it, you sicko? And it was 1-800-MOON-PATROL. I let him listen to that. Yeah. And he was like, this band's from Salt Lake? I'm like, yeah. And you got to realize, you, would you, we're in would Provo. You, would we're you in care God's to come country. up and see them live? Well, well listen. He, that guy. I'm almost there. I said, I said. Yeah, the, the, I do it, and I said, right. I didn't tell him I did a podcast, but no. it's like, I said, this is one of my best friends, mm. you know, we hang out a lot, you know, the drummer, blah, 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 and he was just like, the, you know, whatever, and I, and I told him about your whole Spotify page, and of course, everybody's got Spotify, right? Anybody yeah. who's anybody has Spotify, so he checked right. out your shit, and he was like, that's amazing, that's good stuff, all because 1-800-MOON-PATROL. 
When I had a moon patrol to be racing to your rescue. It's good stuff, man. It, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, enough. Like, you got to be happy about that, man. When you put out a release, you know, when you when you when you get an album together. Yeah, it sounds great too. Yes, it sounds it sounds Don really feels good. And uh, you heard uh, what? What song did we play? Pearls for Pearl, Daddy. that's right. Pearls for Daddy all over your face. Uh, that's disgusting. But no one knows uh, that though. Well, no, no one knows well, what the real meaning is. No, I know. You told you don't. Me. You don't tell though. Well, I'm not going to tell anybody. Just like I promised not to sh- tell anybody about the album, but I did anyway. Pearls for Daddy. Right. That's okay. that's what we're saying. So uh, that's it. That's okay. all I got. Well, I so, win, of course. Right. I am. The you win. Everyone else loses. Ah, uh, that isn't that it wonderful. Story of my life. Right? Let's get into Ronald McDonald's movie. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to play a trailer for a movie. From 1986, uh-huh. starring the most beautiful man in the world, Grace Jones. <laughs> yeah. no, I would agree with that. Here is the trailer for Vamp. Oh. Did you ever have one of those nights... Hey, where are we going? Uh, doesn't matter. What counts is that you're my buddy. <laughs> my day didn't start off too well. We be looking for ya. Are we chunky tonight? And then it got worse. We're here. And then, gentlemen, I give you Katrina. You're just what I'm looking for. Why don't you pick on us? It's a mistake. It was a little error there, a little communication error. I'm sorry. Uh oh. Let's just get out of here. This is not really happening. Hello, baby. You look awful. What happened to you? I was nearly hung. I got into a fight with a psychotic albino. I ate a cockroach. My best friend disappeared. And then I'm nearly assassinated by a runaway elevator. Anyone can have an off night? This is fantastic. Vamp, a comedy with bites. And of course, Grace Jones. All right, everybody, we are back, and we're going to be talking about the movie that you just heard the trailer for. Yeah, a movie Vampy. called Vamp. Vampire. You know, the funny thing you think is, Vamp means vampires. I think it it, it may or may not. I uh, you know what I I may th- you know what you know what's funny what is there is a hair salon like right by my house called Va- the Vamp Salon. The Vamp Salon. I wonder if I could get some puny tang from there. Some pooty? Some some pooty tang. Is what I'm saying. Well, or how you, are you going to walk in there and get that? Well, I don't know. You don't even have any hairs well, on look your head. Look at my beard. Oh, maybe you, Do you go think in for you a could beard, get some shit for a that? shave. Oh. Do you think they offer shaves? I don't know. I, at a place I called the Van. Why would I walk into a hair salon, dude? I am obviously not the kind of person looking. My wife's gone there a couple times, and she says it's great. It's just a hair. They call it the Vamp Salon, though, which is and it's That's weird nice. because it's called the Vamp Salon, and it's like in a strip mall. 
Yeah. It's like, hi, here's the subways. Everything's in a strip mall here's, now, here's man. Here's the subways. Get with the times. Here, here's the uh, Papa Murphy's Take and Bake. You know, here's the, uh, you know, the, the corner store. Come get your beer and cigarettes and Gatorades from, because that's where I get a lot of Gatorade from. Cause the only thing you're going to get from a store that stands on its own is Gatorade. I love and cigarettes and, 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 and no, chewing no. tobacco. No, it's all in the same thing. You know what, you know what pisses me off about that place? Or too? An, a good Mexican restaurant like, uh, Chipotle. Dude, by the way, let me tell you something about that same strip mall. They yeah. have an Italian restaurant in there. I don't even know what it's called, but we go in, we're sitting at the shitty, you know, like, like, uh, strip mall tables and stuff. But they got some of the best spaghetti meatballs I ever ate. Like, really? they're good as shit. And like, it's right down the road. It's literally like five minutes from my house. In walking distance. Well, it's like it's like a half an hour walking distance, but oh. it's like five minutes in the car. Dude, you just go in there. Plus, some... it's, plus but here's the problem with walking. Give me some of them cheesy balls. Here, Here's the problem with walking with, there. Uh, because my house, I got to walk down that giant hill to get there, and I eat. And once those meatballs are in my gut, you got to climb that I giant hill. Walk that piece of shit hill back up to my house. Do you ever walk into the uh, Italian restaurant and say, "Give me some of that crazy bread"? Uh, the the, you know, the, the funny thing is, Caesars, you say that is there is a bread? Little Caesars yeah. within walking distance of my house as well. Their pizza you, you is must, like, horrible, dude. Have you tried their deep dish? Heartburn, serious, dude. I, I mean, my painful problem. heartburn. Crazy bread, love it. Dude, have you had their deep dish? It's good. It actually yeah. tastes like real pizza. Whatever happened to Godfathers? I'll tell you what happened to Godfathers. There, there's oh, a man, Godfathers. I love that place. On 47th South and Redwood Road, yeah. there is a Godfathers buffet. And when I worked at my last job, we used to go there once every couple of weeks. And basically, <sighs> good. Once, now let me, let me, let's talk about this for a bit because this has to do with vamp. Not at all. But basically, okay. we would go to this place, like, you know, me and a bunch of other programmers. And, you know, we're, we're hearty dudes. Doing your nerd that. thing. And we're just we're nerding and out we're going out there. And, and it would get so bad that they would put out a pizza, and all of a sudden the big rush would hit that pizza. And if you weren't yeah. right on it, you'd have got shit. Really? Yeah. So they used to, like, programmers they, have big appetites. Yes. They, well, and, and it's not just programmers. It was all sorts of fat mother efforts from around. Oh, the town. it was like the, oh, because it was the, uh, the, uh, the Chakarama style. Yes. The, uh, yeah. You walked up there and you put, you know, you put all sorts of shit on your plate and you're. No one really goes for the, the combination, though, do they? No, no, no. People went for whatever was there. Yeah. People. I mean, they was like, you know, they would see us come and they'd be like, Put on 12 pizzas. Yeah. I swear to God, dude, when I was a young child, Godfather's Pizza was like, made me love vegetables. Oh. It was like, oh, there's green peppers in that. And I would chomp on it and I would go, I'm, I like green peppers. Let me ask you something. Did you ever go to the salad bar, get a little bowl, no. put ranch in it, and then a bunch of like spicy peppers to dip your pizza in? No. Well, you're missing no, out. Never. It's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Delicious as shit. I don't know what you're I don't like with. spicy things. Oh, that's I like green problem. pepper, but they're not spicy. Dude, you got a real... Let me... Okay, we're we're stopping right here uh, for a minute. What? I, I went to a place across from the place that I work now. Right. I can't remember what it's called. It's called like the Pho Kitchen. Like P-H-O Kitchen. P-H-O Pho. You love the Pho. Oh, well, yeah, it's Pho. I love it. But they have all sorts of Vietnamese food. I went over there the other day, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like... I like your uh, Saigon noodle salad. And they're like, how spicy is it? I said, make it as spicy as you can. I know. You love spice. Give it a spice. All 
spice is nice. And I ate it it with with the with the whole like like barbecued pork and the noodles and the vegetables. That sounds good. And they even got some uh like the 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 spring rolls that were deep fried and stuff like that. Oh, spring rolls are oh, delicious. So good. Dude, so I'm eating that and I started to sweat. It was yeah. so Freaking hot! I started to sweat. In fact, I started to feel a little, uh, maybe a tinge of lightheadedness. That's oh, how. Wow. That's how hot they made heat. It. And uh, and I kept thinking to myself. And there there was another guy that was like crazy. He took one bite. I said, "Hey, have a bite of my stuff," and he was like, "Oh, give me mild, you know." And that dude like almost choked it up. It was yeah, so dude. I can't Amazing. handle the. I can't handle the heat. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the faux. Right. Get out of the faux uh, restaurant. Let me tell you something about how hot faux is, but you know what's hotter? Hmm. Grace Jones. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about a movie from 1986. Nice segue. Yeah, thanks. Called Vamp. Uh, IMDb gives us a 5.4. It was written and directed by a guy, and this is his real name, Richard Wank. Seriously, his name is Dick Wank. Dick Wank. Dick W E N K, and I know I'm ter- I'm a terrible human being for bringing this up because you just want. But to his bring name that up. is Dick Wank, for hell's sake. That's a guy that you persecute in school. It's like it's like a guy. Hey, named, Dick Wank. It's like how you, you doing? You, do you ever know piece a guy named shit? like like in high school or something named with the last name C word, like S E A W A R D, but his first name was Harold, so you called him Harry, Harry C word. Harry Cunt. Yeah. No. No, not you. Don't say that word. That's just crass. But no, his last name course, is Harry but... C. Word. Okay, it's the same time. Harry C. You call him Harry C. But uh, it didn't have the impact. No, Harry. No, it didn't really have the impact. Well, especially when you were back when him, Hey, Harry C. By the what way, what are you doing by your locker, when Harry we, C.? When we were in high school, the C word was a no, no. Now right. you can say it because British, you know, British culture, they say it like it's like, hey, how you doing, you cunt? Right. Hi, I love you. You're a freaking cunt. That's oh, how they say it. You're a filthy fucking because, cunt. Because they are, they are heathens. Yeah. They're savages. Well, sure. They say the word cunt like it was nothing. Sure. But back That's back, fine. back in the 90s, that, that was word no. was a negative. You don't say You didn't that. hear Kurt Cobain saying that. Well, and if Kurt Cobain didn't say it, nobody said it. That's right. You know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but for some reason, naked babies with penises were really popular back then. Well, sure. And I, yeah, that seems weird too. But anyways, let's move on. By the way, did you get my reference there? I, because I hope you don't actually naked baby penis. Yeah, I hope. Oh, yeah. I hope you didn't think I was actually like talking about naked baby penis. Oh, I know. Yeah, you you have the, love them. No. But uh. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, Richard Wink, and I still can't believe that's his name. Uh, written other gems such as Sixteen Blocks. You ever see that with? Nope. Uh, with Mo, uh, oh shit, Rutherford. No, no, I wish it was Mo Rutherford. No, what was that? What was that guy? He's he's the rapper. You know what? It's you death. know why they call me Mo? Moss Death. That's his name. Because you, you know want why they Mo call money. me Mo? Because every time I see money, I say I want Mo. Moss Death starred in Sixteen Blocks. See episode seventy four for that. Yeah, that was last episode. That's Reference. still fresh in our minds, by yeah. the way. He also wrote Expendables 2. It was also written by a guy named Donald Borchers, who has a way less offensive name. Uh, this Now, wasn't Expendables 2 like a huge hit? I like to think it was because I just watched it on Netflix with my wife. Yeah, we I thought it was enjoyed huge. the mother effing shiz out of it. Expendable it. It was one, stupid, but let me tell you. Expendables 2. Let me tell like you. Well, expen- let me tell you why I loved Expendables 2. Two okay. words Chuck Norris. Uh, he had like. what? What's your problem with Chuck Norris? 
Dude, he's horrible. Come on, he's let's a, get let's let's break I watched, free, let's break oh, free it, of it. the chain. Stop it right is, there. It's he's stop. not cool. He's amazing. He hasn't been cool since he was in a movie with Bruce Lee. Uh, let's okay. G- stop just it. let. I it just go. watched a movie called The Octagon with him in it, where a bunch of white people were being ninjas, and he had to stop them. It was unbelievably amazing. You just hate him because he's like, uh, I don't know why. I don't know how anybody could hate Bruce. He's the total gem fucking guy. Let him have that. Let him fucking die in peace. Dude. Chuck Norris is not cool. He's amazing. He is not fucking cool. Dude, he's, we're going to have to rest. I'm going to beat you extra before I leave tonight. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying. give 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 me a fucking beat down, but I'm just saying. I'll stick to my guns and say Chuck Norris is not cool. You know, with your posters need, and your T-shirts. I need everybody to call in. That guy's going, thank and tell you. tell us why. Thank you for Chuck fucking Norris reviving my life. No. Well, yeah. I mean, you have the whole Chuck Norris thing. Which, by the way, you know what? If nothing else, you know we have Chuck Norris to, to a credit to. In 2009, BYU had a guy called Jimmer Fredette. And mm. all of Chuck Norris's jokes became Jimmer Fredette jokes. Oh. And so it was, like, amazing. So you're going to go ahead and just take that and say... So it applies to Chuck Norris. Mm, yes. But you're really thinking about this guy. No, I'm thinking about both of them because they're both equally amazing. And also, wasn't Jim Spurs. Bardet the guy that did the uh, Motel 6 commercials? We'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> no. No. Isn't that the That's same guy? Jim Bodet. Oh. No, you're totally wrong. But let's let's continue to talk about this movie. It started. By the we way, haven't even started. Has it, by the, has it seemed like we're a little bit yeah, you not even started focused yet. about this whole thing. But I blame you for not liking Chuck Norris, and that's your okay. Problem. That's fine. I'll uh, take it. This movie starred Chris Makepeace, who's Keith, uh, um, and he's he actually was um, the wuss who hires Jane from Firefly, my body to be his bodyguard. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm like I'm watching this all time, going, where have I seen that guy? He and was I went, my, that's a pussy. Yeah, he's that's the, a pussy. Yeah. He's my know, bodyguard. Exactly. Thank you very much. I'm glad it was Jane from Firefly and Serenity, by the way, because I love that guy. Uh, it also starts Sandy Baron as Vic. Robert Rustler is AJ. Let me just talk about AJ from Max. Max from what? Weird science. You're right. Absolutely. Weird science right there. But you know what else he was in? No. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. The dude who is Jesse's <clears throat> friend. Oh. We see him in his undies a lot in that movie. He was in his undies in this movie as well. Oh. But he was the guy that Jesse was like, I'm about to make out with this hot ginger. Tree. Oh, I got to right. leave. I got to leave because I'm freaking out. I'm going to go over and spend the night with some dude in his bedroom in his like race car bed. That was yeah. him, dude. Yeah. That was him. How about that? Huh? Wow. Yeah. I totally fucking broke that. It, I forgot. It also starred Dee Dee Pfeiffer as Amaretta or Allison or whatever her name was. Do you know that she's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's sister? She's good looking. Little I would girl, love to have she? a three way with with her. titty itty bitty titty. She's committee. on the committee. She's definitely on the committee. Yeah. But let me tell you something. She and Michelle are not ugly. Yeah. It also starred Getty Watan Watanabe Watanabe Duck Up Long Duck Dong Long Duck Dong from Sixteen Candles. By dong. the dong dong was that tune in Tokyo? Was Where that is movie? my automobile? Well, that was tuned in Tokyo, right? 
Lake, big lake, <laughs> 16 candles. I, I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but wasn't that tune in Tokyo? Come on. No. No? Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't remember. It's I'm having so a long. mind blank, yeah, but that was 16 candles. Uh, it also. Hey, by the way, he was also Cooney in UHF. Yeah. You took the box. Yeah. You're so stupid. Yeah. That's that guy. Dude, he's, he's good. A, dude. You know what's funny is I used to get, I used to get, you know, short round on uh, Temple of Doom. I used to yeah, think yeah. that was the same dude. You know, short as, round. But, yeah. As, but he grew into Cooney is what I'm saying. Oh, but okay. I was wrong. Well, I can see that. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of weird. They're both but, Asian, right? But man, that dude, as soon as I saw him, I said, I like that motherfucker right there. <laughs> he's awesome. Because he's a funny little Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. Um, it also starred Billy Drago. We know Billy Drago from his ugly face. That guy looks like a wife-beating, <sighs> I'm straight out of prison. You know, Every I, movie that guy is in, I swear to God. Moving dude, back it's to just the whole, like, ugh, moving back to the whole thing nasty. where it's like, you look at a dude and you can tell he's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Billy Drago is that guy. Why isn't he that guy in a huge movie that is a serial killer? I don't know. He probably is, and I haven't seen him because he's not a big enough draw for me to go watch a movie plainly on his name. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But he looks like that guy, dude. He is. He makes the asshole fucking tighten up like, hold on to your wallet and your fucking ass with this guy around. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but last but not least, this starred the most beautiful guy that I have ever seen with the biggest pecs and the most mm. delicious cock. Grace Jones. Ugh, this fucking guy. Aren't I being hilarious right now? Oh, uh, yeah, you're doing that, good. That and you're she, right on the money, too, by the she, way. You know, by the way, you know what? It's funny because as I'm watching something, I wonder who has a bigger clitoris, her or China from WWE. China. I would say China. Only only because you've seen China's clitoris. Sure. But so you don't know because, I mean, sometimes people try to hide their clitorises. I mean, I don't understand it. That's true. I mean, I haven't seen hers. But but let's talk about Grace Jones for a minute, dude. She was in uh, Conan the Bar... What was it? The Destroyer? I the think Destroyer, she was in Conan the yeah. Destroyer. And she was a buff chick, dude. That is one girl... But I, I don't think there's anything buff about being like... You know when you're ultra skinny? Well, well, but the thing is, she's just, in there's, shape. There's, she, I feel like there's she nothing kick my left. Ass. There's I, nothing left but just s- muscle. Stop it. She's she's muscly and she's spry. And she does this this I feel like if if I were in the octagon with her and we were fighting, I'd be like gong gong gong. All right. I'm Grace Jones, Grace I'm Jones or Tina Turner. Who do you take? Tina Turner without a All mother right. in doubt. Because every once in a while she looked like a woman. <laughs> One of those high kicks with her fucking heels on. It's a bang. Gonna keep on turning. My I, problem is fit it in. Between. Grace Jones does this thing in every movie that she's in that is yeah. disgusting. Okay, what and movie it's called is she in? Jaguar. I'm gonna be a jaguar, <laughs> and I'm gonna go. Hang. I'm gonna be a kitty, and I'm gonna go. Hang. She was a Bond. The girl, smartest, you know. the smartest thing they ever did for this yeah. girl uh-huh. is never let her talk. Well, and give her a, one line and let her. You but know. you got to realize she is a world acclaimed uh, actress, singer, songwriter. I mean, I was literally YouTubing going, OK, I know you sing, but what do you I mean, what is your appeal? 
other than... I'm going to say like, something right now that's okay. going to shut your face forever. All right. Okay. Say what you will. And, and I'm going to apply this to the rest of the conversation that we have for, okay. for tonight. She is not that feminine of a woman. She's not very... Her, you know, she's not very feminine. I, I will say that. Right. But she landed the ultimate dude. The dude that if I were to ever turn gay... I would go for this dude. Right. Who was that guy? Ivan Drago. Oh, yeah, that's right. She yes. dated uh, the old uh, fucking one, too. What? what? I can't. Mr. Uh, machine fucking bicep yeah, hold, hold bump. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have Rocky right Four. No, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my. How come I can't remember his name? I want to say. Driving Argo. <laughs> Yeah, he does the he does he's doing the you can't win Rocky. What? Oh dude, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph and let Lundgren. me and let me tell you something too. Dude, they deserve each other. No, I, no, I'm no, just gonna it. say that. They stop deserve right each now. other because that is disgusting. Stop it. Because I let me tell you something about small. And he went Yeah, I'm Let out. me tell you about something uh, about a little story You and your German about people, a guy named Small Swedish. Mike. He's he's Swedish. He's not really Swedish German. or German, they say I'm out, man. <laughs> but I'm I'm done with this. Here She's, here she is, wants a ham she wants egg beaters and hamster wheels on her head as fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dolph Lundgren in Rocky Four. Mm. Here's little Mike. Here's like I love I love the Rocky nineteen series. what Except, 19, oh shit 1990, probably 90, 80, no it's probably 80, late eighties late eighties I can't remember what it is exactly but little Mike you know he's he loves the Rocky yeah. he he loves the Rocky series he he hates Clubber Lang I but hate he's starting to Mr go, T yeah. by the way Mr yeah. T for me I hated that mother effer I loved him because he he I wanted Rocky to win but I love well Mr. he freaking T. killed Rocky's Play trainer dude. dude yeah he killed the guy who broke his glasses in yeah. the Twilight Zone Burgess Meredith man yeah. he killed that guy that pissed me off but Rocky Four comes out Rock. And, and Mike becomes a new man yeah he's like. You know, you got that whole thing, Apollo, living in America. You know, you got that whole shit going on. And then he died. Apollo Creed. Are you kidding me? I hate that piece of shit. But as I'm hating him, I'm looking at his body going, I want to be him. That is not the body that I have. It's not the body that I've ever had either. But what well, I'm, I'm saying, first of all, let me ask thinking. you something. I'm, I'm, I'm living oh, oh, yeah, yeah. vicariously well, through I'm you. I'm a little dude. You know, I'm, I'm so still you, a little you, dude. You, I mean, you're I, going, I don't even have any. I don't have just hair on my a, nipples yet. He just fucking blasted Apollo he and made him go night Apollo. night forever. Oh, he he did. Yeah. Is what I'm but you know what? I felt after that movie like I needed to go to Russia and train in the snow. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you what. I think that the only reason that I ever like like care You never had your buttocks fucking hurt as hard as carrying fucking logs no. through the Russian winter. In the By the way, of the woods. Ivan Drago is the reason why after I watched that, I used to beat the shit out of people. Well, I got my ass beat a handful of times too. We used to watch those and beat the shit out of each other because right. Ivan Drago was so evil. Yeah. But then I realized something. But was he evil or was he just... He was a tool of the communist Russia. The com- he was just like, I must destroy the American well, the, way I, of life. I would say that. And yet I did that because I already destroyed but, Apollo. But what, I can't remember. Now I'll destroy Rocky too. I can't remember the lady's name, but who was his wife oh, she in was that hot. movie? Oh, 
Yeah, she was hot. And she turned into like a giant lady who dated Flava Flav. Yeah. It wasn't as quite. That was weird. But by the way, back in the that day. That was fucking that weird, was though. so weird. Dude. I can't way, remember. Flava Flav didn't hot. have a chance against her. No. She would have kicked his mother effing ass. How in the fuck? You yeah. know that was TV radio. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. But Get back, on with but, what you're saying. I'm sorry, but back in the 80s. That wife with that flat top. They had yeah. the, Ivan Drago and his wife had the same haircut. Right. I was so in love with her though, dude. Oh, she was no, hotter she was than holy hot. hell. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. And then I saw her on like a uh, real life or whatever yeah, like, it was. And she and I was, was like, oh, well, it's the problem is she got a little she got a little chubbier and she got you know she was just bullshit. She wasn't like all like strict like Russians make yeah. people do. Well, at least, at least that's what we were meant to. She think wasn't in the tearing cold. like telling like. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the white I'm, rapper? The <laughs> Come on, you son of a bitch. Let's fucking work some yeah, weights. What no. was that guy's name? Are Bob? you talking about... Uh, ice, ice, baby. Vanilla Ice. I thought, for a second, I thought... I, the first thing that came to my mind was Snow, who was that informa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, right, back well, to the... Okay, we're getting sorry. back to... But, how do we get on that? I don't know. Manly That's your oh, problem. Oh, because, because Grace Jones dated Dolph Lundgren. Right. Which is still amazing. So, you know what? No offense, but I can never. Two horrible my, people loving no, each other. No, I can never measure muscular up to Dolph Lundgren. People. I can. The irony of that is, is the guy who wrote this wrote Expendables 2. There's all connection. We're all in it. We can yeah. do a six degrees of Dolph Lundgren on this. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is I can never measure up to Ivan Drago. I wish I could. I'm way over the hill now. But, I but wish that's I... fine. That's what. That's the glory yeah. of watching a movie. So is we going, can't talk I... shit. Well, the bottom whatever. line is we can't talk, can talk shit about You can talk all the shit you no, want. you can't because she landed a dude who is ten times the man that I will ever be or oh. ever have been. Well, and you Dolph worry Lundgren. about that. I'll worry about being better. Okay, well, I'm going to worry about myself, okay? Uh, this movie opens up with a faux skull and bones type of initiation where Keith and AJ are being la- led blindfolded, you know, to this whole frat initiation thing. And right. it just doesn't turn out well. It's like these these, these frat guys, they, they had their boom box, or sorry, what were they called back then? Their ghetto blaster? Yeah, the you know, ghetto. Their, it was a single deck tape player ghetto blaster and they're like they have some devilish voice coming out there the tape screws up by the way that happened quite a bit back in the 80s yeah especially you know i had a, I had a tape i had a dual cassette that used to eat the mother effing tapes like oh, it was my freaking oh. and i have to pull it out and get the pencil and and, and roll yeah. up my bon jovi you know freaking uh, that is the worst dude when you stick the pencil in to rewind the tape yeah because like, it was all out it was but like the good thing about the double players you're like okay that one is faulty yeah, so, so let's I'll play the, put it in that the problem is, is when I wanted to be like, hey, I have a friend who has like the, the latest Dead or Alive album, right. and I want to spin round round, so let's copy it. The mother effer would freaking die in the second But you knew that. Time. You would just say, let's go to your house, and yeah. because mine's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. My double deck is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're doing this whole uh, frat uh, initiation thing it doesn't work out it all falls apart but you know what aj he's a mover and a shaker he's like you know what you guys you guys are a bunch of dipshits yeah i don't really even care to be in your frat except that's the moment i i went hey that's the guy from weird science oh <laughs> that's so awesome by the and way I, and i went you know what hell yeah he's right on the money <laughs> telling these guys well, nobody wants to be in a busted ass frat if it weren't for the great rooms 
the cable that they get in there. Cable TV. And the food. Because they, apparently picture, they get delicious food. In picture front. 1985 yeah. or whatever. MTV, that's all you needed. Cable TV, these guys. Dude, cable TV was still only like 10 channels, but it was like, oh my gosh. I but might, it was like the world. I might see some titties. That's, so we're going to watch what it was uh, all about. Was that uh, Jeopardy? My love's in Jeopardy, baby. Baby. Yeah, that was, uh, that wasn't that. And uh, uh, Flock of Seagulls and all that. That's what we get to watch. Oh, yeah. How about that? That's terrible. You know, looking back at it, it doesn't seem that amazing. But back then, it was amazing. Yeah. It's a big deal. Anyway, so we got AJ. He's telling these guys, hey, listen, you know, you guys are are a bunch of pieces of shit. But you know what? Here's why you want me in your frat. Because I can get you whatever you need. I can get you anything you need. And, of course, what what does anything mean to... A college-aged, healthy young man. Titties. You know, strapping young lads that can do whatever they want and own their own cable TV frat house. If you had all the power in the world, but you were only like 20 years old, what would you want the most in life? Naked ladies. Stripper. Well, of course you would. So basically, they're like, you bring a a naked lady to our, our frat party tonight, and you are in. So AJ's like, hey... Let's go back to my shitty dorm room that I share with uh, my buddy, you know, who my bodyguard, who was in my bodyguard, <laughs> who was uh, still a turd, pretty you know, much. He's, he's basically a turd. Bottom line is, is he's like calling up all the chicks he knows. He's like, hey, would you mind, uh, you know, letting taking your it off. titties out for you know a couple of fun times? You know what? Honest, I mean, maybe their parents were better than the than the than the parents from the chick that did our movie. <laughs> And they taught them better than that because nobody wanted to share their tits. Right. So, so AJ's racking his brain. He's like, "Why don't we go get some professional help? Let's get some professional poontang to come down to the, the party." The problem we got there, though, man, is that we first of all we only have 160 bucks between me and Keith. Yep. AJ and Keith only have 160 bucks, and we don't have a car. So who comes to the rescue? Rich long Asian duck long duck dong. Yeah. You know, and and for the small price of being their friends for a week. Yeah. He just wants to be friends. He's like, man, I got... He's a friendly guy. And he's kind of a rich dude. Yeah. He's got... uh, Isn't that what it's all about? Plates full of food or whatever. But he's like, he's he's got the car. He's paying people to do his shit. That's what matters. That car is what matters. So basically, they talk Long Duck Dong into going on a little road trip with him to the inner city to, to pick up a lady who could strip and show their nipples. Right. At this frat party. So they go out. They, they're heading out. And I don't know where they're at or whatever. But they have to drive an hour. And they're going to the worst city in the United States. They're going to yeah. the... It's like Detroit, man. I mean, it's like... It's yeah. Like nobody's there. It's all busted ass and stuff yes, like that. Yes, I would say Detroit. They show up and they're like, hey... If I um, had to pick a town, I would say totally Detroit. <laughs> There's no one around. No. Well, and it, but there there's big city atmosphere with none of the people and none of the safety elements that, that, that right. you know, whatever. After club. I haven't been to Detroit since I was, it's been a long, I've never, have I ever, I don't think I've. I've I, never been to no, Detroit, no, I stopped, but I don't want to go I there. I stopped in Detroit. The only time I've been to Detroit. That TV show told I, me don't ever go there. Is when I stopped at the Detroit airport. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. To, to catch a connecting flight to Indianapolis. That's the only time I've been there. And I didn't like the feeling of their airport. Hell no, because they'll say, 
Ain't nobody got what I saw that show. Actually, their approach was great. It had a great burger. Those guys are like, man, I'm not gonna buy your fake gold. Mm -hmm. They're like, man, get the hell out of here. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, dude. There's no way. So they're in Detroit. Out of there. They're in Detroit. And they're, you know, as they're driving there, they're going through like a newspaper, a periodical right. of some kind. They're flipping through and they see all sorts of advertisements for, shall we say, less than reputable clubs. Right. Where ladies That actually, they still put in the newspaper, but less than uh, well, reputable. it's a less it's reputable like, uh, newspaper. What kind of money you got to spend on this ad? Okay, we'll put you in. Well, they find an ad for the After Dark Club. Right. With a picture of Grace Jones in shadowy... Whatever. It, Shadowy it, deluxe. Well, it was hot. Yes. It, she actually didn't look like a man in that ad. So, like, we're going to go to the ad. <laughs> you, you just kinda, looked at the wall and thought, got it. Eh, it kind of looked like a man. But so, at any rate, they're like, let's head to the After Dusk Club or the right. After Dark Club. We're going to go there. But the problem is they show up and it's not quite dark yet. Right. So, they stop at the local diner and the closes it dark, you know, and they're having their, you know, their waffles and grilled cheese sandwiches and what have you. The problem is, is there's some hooligans in this bad part of town, man. Yeah. And uh, one of these ladies is a hot Nubian princess. Yeah. And she is treating a Twizzler. And she is really doing that. She's Twizzler. like, hey, little white fella. How do you like the way I'm sucking this twist? You know what? You know what? That's actually kind of racist because do, do you think? <laughs> but you know that that's what it was about. It's no, about that's what it was definitely that barrier. Because she's like, oh, I'm sucking on this twizzle like it's your dick. Do you think that because because uh, Keith was there and he was white, he had a small wiener and it was like a Twizzler? You think that was what it was all about? No, I think that it was her oh. saying, hey, little whitey, welcome to Detroit. The problem is... We're going to treat you real good. The problem is with this lady, she looked good until she opened her mouth. Then she looked like Sloth's retarded black cousin. Yeah. And yeah, she had the uh, a bad grill. And, of course, that started a whole deal with Snow, the albino, you know... Who Billy again, Drago. Billy Drago, you know... Horrible. Whatever. They take off, whatever. The, the crux of the movie, the, the rest of the movie goes... It t- basically takes place at this After Dark Club. Which is a strip club. The sun goes down. They show up at this club. Yeah. And there's some strippers there. And we get treated to a couple of strip. We get, we, you know, the first strip show, we got a lady who actually doesn't take She's her clothes off. She's a construction off. worker. She yeah. takes off her construction belt. And it's then like we they see go, some bud. But hey. It's like, we don't see shit. How about that show? But you know what? And in, in, in this kind of likens to, you ever seen uh, Dust Till Dawn? And this movie has a lot of parallels with Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I don't know if there's any parallels, but okay. No, no, there's tons. And I'll explain them to you. Okay. But you know when Satanical Pandemonium, which, by the way, is the movie that we're doing next week. Right. Uh, Salma Hayek comes out and the guy's like, you must, you know, yeah. they, they, they give him the greatest intro of all time. Yeah. Out comes Ronald McDonald, a.k.a. Absolutely. Grace Jones in her in her white face, which I found very offensive because I am racially sensitive. You're racially sensitive? Sure. And she had her Man, red I'm wig. telling you, it's like, wow. And that's... it was less, she didn't show, well, I guess she showed some, well, she had, well, here's the thing. But, oh, shit. Basically, okay. what it was, was uh, more of a, uh, you know, it's like a nineteen eighties video. It was like live action art as opposed to like a stripper. 
Yeah. She was there. She had the costume on. She took off her clothes, but she still was wearing like these, like this wire bra that was kind of like maybe quarter inch thick, and it was like twisting around her spirally. Bo- yeah. The thing about Grace Jones is she's never been anything but a man, a uh, uh, art project. You know, everything <laughs> she does is. Okay, I'm. It's look at how outlandish this is. In that, in that, and, it, and they said, perfect. "Look, we're going to give you a bunch of metal crap that you can bend around and stick on your nipples yeah. and your vagina." Yes. So and some headgear. Yeah. Oh well, dude, the headgear. We'll get you know, the headgear. But that's what that's what she does. <laughs> she acts like a tiger. Oh yeah, and she wears it's, like giant it's like, fucking it's performance hamster cages. Art is what is it? performance yeah. art? Whatever. But the thing is, is after she's done with her routine, everybody in the crowd is stunned at how amazing this was. AJ says, "She's the one." And so, what does AJ do? He goes back to her dressing room. He's like, "Hey, baby, can we take you back to the frat house? Because you know what? We want to show your boobies off to a bunch of." slobbering we want to see your ronald mcdonald uh, routine and by the way so he goes back there and he checks out she takes off the wig and she's got an equally disturbing hair (laughs) i know it looks like a mushroom cap which is (laughs) it's all about just going (laughs) fuck your movie okay (laughs) can i just say that right now yeah they're like look we got grace jones yeah fuck your movie (laughs) she wants to put on this they say go for it by the way, let me just interject here. Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. But the bottom line is, is AJ goes back there. Turns out that, guess what? Shockingly, Grace Jones is a vampire. She's a vampire. And here, here's where, you know, she bites AJ and he turns into the undead, blah, blah, blah. But here's where I'm going to say a lot of the um, parallels come between this and Dust Till Dawn. Okay. We have a club. Filled with stripper vampires, because that's basically what it ends up being. Sure. Okay. We have, you know, in, you know, in uh, Dust Till Dawn, they can only have truckers because they're on the road and there's no ties, whatever. It's the same type of thing. The only people who come to clubs like this don't tell nobody that they're coming to clubs like this. Okay. Here's the problem that I've got oh, with Okay. That. Let's hear it. Is that he says that. Yes. You know, we I told you, yes. tells the Asian girl, don't, uh, you grabbed a guy that has people with him. Right. And we, we only take transients and hobos. Well, you know, that's what, transients that, that's, and hobos? well, I'm saying. They're amazing. But then they go ahead and dump their dead bodies in a, in a goddamn, <laughs> right in a, <laughs> in hall, a dumpster. In, right, it's right there. <laughs> no, I get it. They're not very, they're not as careful as the guys from Dust Till Dawn. You they're think, but you, you were thinking they were careful though. Cause he's like, we don't do that. I mean, worth that Asian, that beautiful Asian girl, better than any oh, yeah. girl in the bar. Well, and let's let's just mention real quick that every dying. girl in there was better than Grace Jones in that bar. Yeah, I would Asian girl psh, die because we only take transients, right. but dump the dead bodies in the, <laughs> the uh, alleyway in the dumpster for the city of Detroit to come pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's bizarre. Here, here's the thing. This movie, I mean, there's not a lot left to it. It, it. In essence, turns into, oh, by the way, all the strippers in here are vampires. We have a lot of set design. We, ha- you know, where, where, by the way, uh, when they're, you know, they have the cat and the mouse. They, they run around. They're running away from the vampires. The whole budget of this movie, which, uh, depending on where you look, was like under two million or right under three point some odd million. But the thing is, is most of that budget was spent on green lights, pink lights. 
and Grace, Grace Jones. Jones's headwear. Yep. <laughs> really? Oh is that serious? No, I have no idea. Oh, because I was gonna say I bet. But, but the thing is, this movie was pretty freaking cliche. Yeah. Outside of you know, and the thing is, they tried to. I think they tried to make it look a little noiry. You know, with the. Hey, you know, we've got the dark, the, the, the dark city at night, but all Red, green. Pink, yeah. Oh my God. They, there's the a scene when they go yeah. in the man like, down in the sewer and it's still pink and green, dude. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know how much money they spent on pink and green light bulbs, but it had to be a mint. I'll tell you what, dude. Just her doing the I, I I'm a tiger well, on, on her stri- on her show is what you're just saying. oh no I'm talking about every time they put her in a oh. shot she was doing the I don't understand what you're saying you don't you're not even <laughs> speaking English I'm a tiger it was just painful dude painful you, the funny thing is is I bought this on VHS years and years and years ago we're talking like like maybe twenty three-year-old Mike. I'm married, and I am I remember watching this thinking, this is a great mother-effing movie. It's funny because, I mean, this is, this, this is a horror comedy. You know, we, we have, you know, different, uh, you know, we have Long Duck Dong in it, for hell's sakes. We got, yeah, we that got the is guy the from saving Weird grace. Science. We got like, AJ. Long Duck Dong, get the fuck out of here. He's in a movie. But, but the problem is, is I'm watching it this time, there's like, there's nothing really memorable about any of these characters Except for Grace Jones, because she is imprinted on your brain. You cannot forget oh, yeah. that. It just reminds me of, like, uh, God, no. I don't want to hear it. I, I, then re- what do I do? I go to YouTube. <laughs> and you and check I remember, it. oh, I remember Slave Demolition. To the Man. Rhythm. Oh, God, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, God. Demolition, man. That was Wesley Snipes, but he looked just like Demolition, man. Oh, I that remember her. Dumbass with no, the I just remember man. Slave oh, to the Rebel. That's the only song I remember from her. The thing is, is, I mean, there was a lot of 80s cliches in this. I mean, and, and there was some fun parts. Like we have the one vampire stripper that was like in the dominatrix outfit with the stars over her nipples. And, you know, she was wearing the chains. One, so, one pair of titties you see in the whole movie set in a strip bar. Uh, well, there was there were there were. And I wanted to see Pfeiffer. Yeah. I wanted to see oh, her all sure. night long because she was the cutest girl there. By the way, there the was, Asian girl. Well, the Asian girl, you had no chance because she was dead before you even had a chance to check her out. Right. But the thing, the, the one thing about there, there, there were a couple. You got to give, you got to say there were a couple of different pairs of tits. But you got to realize there's one where the stripper was like supposed to be the background, you know, entertainment while we're while we're watching the riveting drama that's going on in the foreground. Mm-hmm. And there was one with her shirt with her shirt down. It was just like half assing it up on the stage. She was like twisting and she was like turning in like every once in a while. You say, titties, titties, you know, I think that. Yeah, I think that's the one girl that was like, Patel, Patel. It's like, oh, like, thank, thank you, by the way. Thank you for adding boobs in this, because without those, this would have been completely worthless. But and Grace Jones is like, oh, yeah, you'll show my titties through these fucking egg beaters. That's exactly what it was. It's like, you let's need see a, the nips. You need to freaking make a, a, an omelet. You take what her bra was made of, and you whip those eggs. Yeah. And you know what? Let me ask you something. It's like, how dare you be how, in my movie and not show a how, nipple or something? How many satellite channels? How many satellite channels do you think she could get with that headwear? 
45. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you're that, asking that, that, was my that was my actual number, I mean, well. or I would say 145. Well, like for, I said, sure. dude, like I said, it's all about the pink lights. It's all about the green lights. And it's all about Grace Jones's headwear. You know, we even had like all sorts of Grace Jones art, like her Egyptian uh, tomb like coffin where it was grace jones as emotep or whatever yeah, and the the, the and old art. italian guy that was rubbing the picture it's like oh it's like hey shut I'm, up and then he went you know and like the, a cat the shut bad up, thing you about bastard. this movie is, is horrible you just nailed it right there there was really nothing to it because once i got to the strip bar you know and there's all sorts of shit that happens but it turns into a cat and mouse something we've seen a hundred times grace sure grace jones is in this and her I did you, you know, in her like friends who showed some, you know, you know, nipples, I guess. But I hated this movie this yeah. time. I, I hated it, too. And the problem is, is I remember loving this movie. I remember thinking this movie is hilarious and it's awesome and whatever. But I watched this thinking I am bored as shit and I hate this movie right now. You I know what I did. What? I I hated the movie for every other reason. Have you then by the way, the, had you seen this before tonight? Uh, before this week, I vaguely recall this movie. I possibly turning it off, like on HBO or something, sure. some late night. But I hated this movie because of Grace Jones. Yeah, well, I hated it worse because what was that guy from My Bodyguard? Uh, yeah, the Keith. I just want to go. No career for you. I hate it. I'm not even going to give you the chance to. I'm not going to even give you the glowing light. Here, and he wasn't bad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the worst part. But it's like, well, he, here's okay. So let's look. Your on guiding the light was my bo- my bodyguard. So I'm just going to say that's your guiding light. So this movie you was suck. Comedy from the '80s. Yeah, it had cheesy vampires. It had a, a weird '80s like uh, situations. It had the tropes from the '80s. It had all just that stuff. You know what was the, the most terrible is, I part? I was bored as shit. What? What? The elevator with the guy with the toupee. Yes. And they're sitting there going. <laughs> this fucking guy's wearing a fucking toupee. <laughs> it was like, man, that's painful. And, and they it, just kept going with that scene. And you know. Going and going. And I just, like, I don't like to shit no. on movies. I yeah. don't. I don't like to. And because the movies we choose for this means that I've got to watch them. Yeah. And so I don't really like to choose movies that I know I'm going to hate. And I remember really, really liking this movie. I just did not this time. I don't know what it was. I I didn't expect anything uh, more than what it ended up being. But I'm giving this a don't bother. I'm giving it a don't bother, but I want to ask you one question. So we're on the same page. One scene that makes you go, don't bother. Give me one scene. I'll tell you what. The one where they where AJ was like, oh, man, I'm so hungry. I, I really, I, I'm trying to eat you right now, but we're friends, so I won't. So he stabs him in, a heart, in the heart with what we thought right. was a piece of wood that turns out to be Formica. So, oh, he could, yeah. so he could come back and save the day. And I was like, oh, sorry, <sighs> man. Yeah. It was Formica. It wasn't real wood, so I'm not really dead. I'll tell That's you what. That's what pissed me off. My don't bother. Yeah. That whole Ronald McDonald dance scene. Yeah, it was Grace awful. Jones. It was so bad. It really ruined her. She was. She could not be hot after that. It was just disgusting. Now, don't get me wrong. She's still an amazing woman. Who and she looked like Ronald McDonald's she, wife. Well, and all I'm saying is, is she couldn't doing assault. a panther face. <laughs> I I felt like eating a Big Mac while I was watching this. 
But then again, I always feel like eating a Big Mac, no, so sure. I don't. I don't know if that's any different than whatever. That's all I'm horrible. saying. All I'm saying is, is I, I really remember loving this movie. For some reason, this week when I watched it, I was like, I, I, I put, I put the shame look on this movie. Yeah. I did not care for it. Yeah. It has a five point four on IMDb or whatever I said. That is amazingly high for this movie, in my opinion. Maybe it's Grace Jones fans or. Max fans from uh, Weird Science. I have no idea, but whatever. You know what? Michelle I Pfeiffer's sister. I don't want to keep shitting cute. on this movie, but I she was cute. Yeah. I just I did not. I I found myself being bored. There this there was nothing about this movie that was new. Not new because it was eighty some odd. But what I'm saying is there's nothing that really made this stand out from any other generic shitty movie that there was, except for the fact that it starred Grace Jones. Right. You 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 put Grace Jones in any shitty movie, and you're gonna be like, oh man, that's the one that starred Grace Jones. Isn't she weird? Blah blah blah. You know you'll talk. But about it is it. good that they don't let her talk. Very much. Say, just all, yeah. uh, put on that and and with and walk her around. being like the highest credited with, and she's on the 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 VHS and DVD cover and whatnot. She's not in it very much. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's I don't want I don't want to keep talking about because I feel like I'll continue to shit on it. Oh yeah. So There's I'm, nothing I'm you can do to I'm it. I'm really done. shit on it. I did, you know, and I had a lot of notes that I didn't even want to get into because it's like there was just I just did not care for this. I farted. I did not care. Twice tonight. It's like a sequel. <laughs> uh, hey, we got anything else to say about Vamp? I'm pretty much done with this. I think my ass just said everything it needs to know about Grace I, Jones. I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I am kind of done with this. Um, there's one thing I did say, though, uh-huh. that I wanted to mention. Okay. And maybe this is kind of, if you're going to call in with the question of the episode, I want you to kind of try this and see what you say. Sure. Um... There was a phone number on one of the bathroom stalls. Oh, I think I... Okay. It was 532-1734. I want you to call that and see who that is. 532-1734. Call that... With your area code. Well, of course, with your area code. Wherever you're at, area code, and then... And and report back to us to who that was. 534... Sorry, 532-1734. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, I like that. so we'll see who it was in Maine. Hopefully there's something more entertaining in this movie. That'd be really bad if it was like, Hey, this is Grace Jones. What's up? <laughs> I can see that. This is Grace Jones. I will rule you. What do you want me in your movie? <laughs> I will do anything to be in movie. I don't know why she talks like, like freaking Yakov Smirnoff. I don't, yeah. I don't know why that was, but let's go ahead and cut this episode off. We are done. Yeah. We've had, we, we've talked so much, a lot of stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to become a little, <sighs> I'm fucking beat, uh, beat. So, um, let's do a question. Of the episode recap. Yeah. We all as horror fans like to think of ourselves as pretty savvy. and would know how to survive a horror movie. Mm-hmm. However, nobody's perfect. No. Which horror movie, if it starred you, would you have definitely been a victim in? And which horror movie, if it starred you, would you definitely have survived? The bone phone number is 385 385-351-9273. Next episode, we're going to be talking about satanical pandemonium. Oh. And I think we're going to be talking about uh, that, uh, that band. rockabilly band. What that was that band one? that we were talking no, about? No, what was it? What was it? Uh, oh, shoot. I don't know. Apparently, we got to look better on our list of bands because you... you Listen to one album, I listen to another. 
All I'm saying is after 75 albums, we haven't screwed our albums. After 75 episodes. And 75 albums. This is the first time that that. we've messed that up. But I think it turned out okay because I got a boner off both of those albums. Yeah, and I got a bone too, so. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Uh, Let's go ahead and just cut this off right now. Uh, Call in 353-509-273. And from the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill? For you know I love-